The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. The Kimmer Show podcast number 534. This is Thursday, the second day of March already in 2023 as we speak. How you doing? Welcome aboard. And uh, it's freaking March. <laughs> we almost made it. I mean, we still can get an ice storm or two, but I mean, we basically, you know, we, we, you know, it's March. So I'm ready for the spring weather. Anyway, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer with the Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. Uh, I assume another uh, holy crap at sports tomorrow. Yes, sir. The first one worked yesterday from the mountain oh, uh, home. You did one yesterday. Yeah. Now, and I assume, did you talk about the uh, UGA guys and the killing accident? Why, thing, what's or what happened? That, what, yes. uh, well, nothing really. Yes. Uh, anyway, I, and I gotta, yes. I'm going to talk a lot about that today just because we, we didn't have it on our podcast last time. But um, And I have a couple of very serious questions about the number one. Uh, Possibly the number one draft pick. Would you still pick him number one after the way nope. he behaved? No. Nope. Hey, well, I mean, there's some serious and why is it a misdemeanor <laughs> to lie to a You've cop got to be twice. kidding me. Well, fleeing the scene of an accident, fleeing by the, the way. Scene. I mean, well, wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> don't stop. Don't, don't get ahead sorry. of me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and Flounder, the mechanical mangler at the controls here at El Condo Flounder. And I already uh, posted a little video of Podcat Lucas who's uh, in rare form and ready to go. Anyway, how you doing? we got a billion things to talk about. And we have some serious, serious stuff. Uh, we'll obviously talk about the... Uh, this is Dr. Seuss Day, by the way. I'll mention that a couple of times, too. And obviously, some uh, uh, some personal things going along. Pete's new house. Saw some pictures. Holy smokes. We'll definitely talk a lot about the UGA um, kill case. Uh, we'll also talk... I, I mean, how this president showers with daughter has not been mocked out of office is beyond me. His latest two snafus the nurse and laughing at fentanyl children dying i know oh my god uh, you're you'll hear the soundbite of ted cruz excoriating that pimpy little smarmy little dwarf uh brain addled attorney general by the way remember the of course the reason he was behind all the shenanigans against conservative by arrest with swat team weapons and not for the liberals is because he was kicking he was not allowed to be on the u.s supreme court remember that because of conservatives so he's getting back now i mean this is just he won't be around for long by the way also, uh, <laughs> okay, we'll talk to the Attorney General. We'll also talk about the interview with Brett Baer and the sleaziest, slimiest, oily snake who's the head of the FBI. Chrissy Ray, the coward of the FBI. And by the way, I, I know they've got my phone tapped and I, I found two new trace cars, but I'll get to that here in a second. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, and Brett Baer, I'm so disappointed in him. No follow-ups. Uh, well, we got a million things. Also, uh, a new, I've got a, I, I, a friend of mine at the FBI uh, sent me a resume of one of their new potential recruits because he was bragging about how many, now everybody wants to be in the FBI. Did you hear that? Chrissy Ray said, oh, FBI is so wonderful. Every 
everybody. We've had more people want to join now than ever before in our history. They love the FBI. We're so fantastic. Probably true. And, yeah. Uh, and, but I have a resume that maybe explains why the people are uh, trying to become FBI resumes. Uh, also, uh, a bunch of newsy thoughts about crime doesn't pay. Uh, Stakey Big Fat Loser Abraham <laughs> goes to oversee the elections in Nigeria. So we'll, we'll have the reaction to that. Uh, a whole bunch of uh, goofy, weirdo stories here. Pizza, sports coming up. The Holy crap, it's sports. I mean, we'll be talking about sports. Also, um, Pete's advice on taking a bad acid trip or uh, staying away or not. Bigfoot could be spotted somewhere locally. Also, I want to ask you about Christian comments concerning Deion Sanders. They're getting him for two things all of a sudden. And, and I guess you knew this was going to happen. As soon as Neon Dion. Uh, started getting uh, all the publicity about his coaching experience and abilities and so forth. He's being attacked, one, about, well, I'd rather have a kid from a two-parent family, and two, because he's a strong Christian, and they're now condemning him for passing along Christian beliefs to his football players. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that and see what you think about that stuff, too. Uh, also, uh, oh, we've got a billion newsy stories here uh, and a weird uh, Dear Abby uh, kind of stuff. And first, let's start off with a quick thank you. Uh, and a reminder, if you like to help us out go to thekimmershow.net and there's a link there to the Venmo thing with your uh, cell phone to take the picture and so forth. They'll have just have the photo up there. Um, also, uh, uh, PayPal or uh, Patreon.com slash Kimmer Show. We also have a, a, a post office box uh, where we're take, accepting checks very gladly and uh, with great appreciation. Um, and, uh, in fact, we got some a very nice uh, letter here to uh, Venmo here today from our friend Denise, who is uh, pretty much trying to single-handedly support the uh, Kimmer Show podcast. <laughs> God bless you, dear girl. Uh, and Annie has sent us a, a very nice donation for the laughs, which I appreciate. And, and by the way, speaking of Denise, uh, she sent us something which is easily divisible by three. Uh, and she mentions Happy Dr. Seuss Day and World Book Day. And says uh, in passing, God bless. You know, uh, by the way, this is Dr. Seuss Day. And uh, did you realize that on Dr. Seuss Day, uh, he actually, uh, there were several books that were canceled of Dr. Seuss. Remember this a few years ago? Mulberry Street was canceled. If I ran the zoo, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, The Cat's Quizzer. These, these Dr. Seuss books were canceled because uh, they, they thought he was a little too mean for uh, different people. Yeah. I mean, and again, and by the way, uh, President uh, Showers with daughter uh, just uh, saluted uh, uh, on Dr. Seuss Day, saluted Dr. Seuss, even though he tried to get him banned a few years ago. Uh, I mean, what a, what a freaking phony. Anyway, uh, some, uh, some uh, Dr. Seuss titles which have not been banned, which are uh, sometimes a little bit amazing, but the Dr. Seuss titles which still are there today... Um, Herbert the pervert like Sherbert. One of my uh, <laughs> um, the bitch set me up. Now that that was one of the sorry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hop on mom again. That, that's, one, that's just one of the lesser. The uh, flesh eating Lorax again. <laughs> uh, your colon can moo. Can you again? These are Zippy the rabbit gerbil. I think is this uh, uh, the Grinch's ten inches again. These some of these are. are, are not for some of my the younger favorite. boys and girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my pocket rocket needs a socket. I don't, I'm not sure <laughs> what some of these, what some of 
of these mean uh, one bitch, two bitch, dead bitch, you bitch. Now that, oh, that can't be up, right. Prince. That's a, we've got a, a, a bitch too. Uh, who shat in the hat? <laughs> the number one bestseller, the cat in the blender. Again, these are just they're just so wrong. But again, they're out there. It's not my fault. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, uh, a couple of quick newsy things. Uh, the uh, closing arguments are done in the uh, Murdoch trial from uh, was it South Carolina? Yeah. And uh, so here we go. The jury's, I guess the jury's got it. One, one girl juror got kicked off. Uh, apparently somebody finked on her and said she talked about the case with some people who are not on the jury, just kind of mentioned talking about the evidence. And you're not supposed to say anything. You're not supposed to talk even among yourselves before you get into the jury room for deliberation. So they kicked her off and put an alternate on for the deliberations. <laughs> So, and I assume the alternate heard all the, they keep him in the courtroom to hear all the testimony for cases just like this. Anyway, um, oh, and she said, and it was, there was a, sort of a humorous moment. And by the way, I watched some of the trial yesterday and a couple of days ago. Um, there have been a lot of occasions where they've cracked a bunch of jokes where the judge has been laughing about some of the lawyer. I mean, it's just... What's well, a funny trial? Uh, it's a funny trial. You know, you know life, be, life is funny. You know, wife, kid, double murder. There are some light moments. Let's look at the bright side of happiness. Come on, it could happen. <laughs> anyway, and it was, it was choked today. The girl got kicked off, so she said, uh, Your Honor, can I go back to the jury room because I've got, I've got my purse and a dozen eggs. And he said, you've got a dozen. He said, I've heard of a lot of things in a jury room. And, and, and some little laughing about that. As the jury goes in to, to try to convict How'd a guy. Get a dozen I, I don't know. But again, it's just a light, ha happy, laughing moment right before the jury goes into. Uh, anyway, I'm just, you know, life is very strange. Um, uh, I got a couple thanks in notes. Oh, oh, one other quick thing came up in the news, and it actually caught some uh, publicity uh, on the national media. And the social media in particular, did you hear the case about the guy who was on an airline flight and he and his wife were separated? He was in one row and she was in the same row but across the aisle. And he asked the guy next to her if he would give up his seat so he and his wife could sit together. And the guy said no. And the guy, the angry guy, said, said he wanted to slap him and hit him. He really ticked off, ticked off in the plane. Now, here's the thing. As it turns out, I, I thought, well, you know, if you're, you know, if you're in, uh, on the window and you want to trade, so you have to go back in the middle seat somewhere, hell, I mean, why would you even ask somebody to do that? But this wasn't the case. The, anyway, the, uh, the uproar by social media was, was astounding. But the case was they were, they were all flying in business class, so there are no middle seats. So the only problem would have been the guy would have had, the guy was in an, uh, was in the window seat and uh, he would have had to give it up to go across the aisle to be in an aisle seat which is you know anyway but he still said no and now there's a big uproar now would you give up a seat for a family or for like a family or a husband and wife to be able to sit together it depends whether you know like you said i'm not going to sit in the middle seat between two fat people it's just not going to happen yeah or a baby or something where they want and the other thing is what if they wanted to bring their kid up to sit next to her so anyway flounder have you ever given up your seat at an airline flight no, I've never had to. But the thing is, is at this point, it's almost worth paying for business class. Yeah. That way, I mean, if you're going to take at least a three or four hour plus flight, it's almost worth it. I, I tell you that, well, one thing, because... Now, I know you'll pay $800 I two fly, days well, before. I fly once a year. And if <laughs> that, I fly once a year, I'm flying first class, business class. I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to put... Well, I mean, you it. avoid situations just like yeah. this. Well, I'm just, I, you know, I, frankly, I, it's selfish. And I know, you know, that's an extra $400 my kids aren't going to get when I die. 
sorry, you know, so uh, thank God my starter wife and her husband have a lot of money, I think, so they'll be able to take <laughs> care of my kids for me. And <laughs> anyway, I hope to God. So, so, so she, she traded up. She traded way up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting trading up uh, by First Wives brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. ClosetPro.net. <laughs> oh, it's so tight. Yeah. Uh, he's allergic to closets. 404-255-0589. 404-255-0589. One thing I've noticed with the, the new joint, yeah. it has lots of closets, but I could use even more. Wow. So call Atlanta Custom Closets at ClosetPro.net. By the way, it's not only, not only just building you like a building. They arrange it and organize your th- space so that it works perfectly for you for whatever you happen to have. I mean, that's the key to it. And by the way, we got a very nice note here from... Excuse me, from excuse me, from Rick, who says uh, he sent uh, a, a letter to our uh, post office box, which is again on thecamerashow.net. You get that thing, and he says uh, he's doing a thing with a thing and building a thing in Delanagadantadantadab with his wife. And he says um, a guy met from Mount Airy, and he said he's about mid late sixties, I'd say, and his name is Kim. Also, a guy's name is Kim, and he says he has stories similar to yours about uh, growing up with a boy's name like Kim. Good guy like you. Well, thank you. And he says, thanks for the laughs. I like your rambling stories. Pete sometimes has a point, but <laughs> let's error on the side of stories. It's not bad to accept uh, something positive once in a while. Anyway, <laughs> anyway hello to all. I think uh, the bingo chat uh, that could expose a lot. <laughs> it did expose story. a lot. Uh, by the way, he and I'm not sure about this. He said, P.S. It's cilantro. Sounds cilantro. I'm bilingual. Did we talk about the word cilantro of any kind? Not that I don't know I what know. that refers to. Yeah, Flounder, does that bring, does a bell of anything? This is, the, uh, he, he said, uh, by the way, P.S., it's cilantro, sounds like cilantro. Oh, no, wait a minute, maybe that, no, the episode on the O is cilantro. Well, did someone mispronounce cilantro? C- cilantro. Maybe. Anyway, Rick, thank you. Uh, he is bilingual, so, you know, if you're bi, you're okay with me, buddy. So that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's what he said. He said, I wrote it right there. I didn't even say it. Um... Okay, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Bing, bidi, bam, bidi, boom. Oh, I want to, and now, well, we have newsy things to do, but I want to, as you know, I'm very critical about the demise of the Atlanta markets newspaper. Earthquake. Situation. Oh, we have an earthquake? <laughs> yeah, he was moving the camera around. It looked like we're Oh, my God, man. Um, <laughs> as you know, I've been very uh, 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 critical of the Al Jazeera Constitution. It's just, it's it, it's a horrible newspaper. We've lost the, you know, the morning paper, the afternoon but. paper journal. However, uh, this morning, I, or was it yesterday? Yesterday morning, I go down to get my papers, like quarter or six or something like that, and there's paper in the driveway, and I pick it up, take it inside, and it's in a light pink plastic wrapper. Mm-hmm. It's the Wall Street Journal. I don't get the Wall Street Journal. You do now. Oh, yeah. So I, call, so I called him. I call, there's a number that you call, 404-522-4141. How's that? For, how often I have to call him? And I'm on top of my head. <laughs> anyway, so I called that number, and, it's, and, and it says, uh, your address, you're the thing. Did you go to the thing? You know, eight or nine prompts. Then it says, oh, you've called too early. You have to call. Your not, paper's not guaranteed until 6.30. So 6.31, I call back, and <laughs> I go through the whole series of prompts again and I leave the message that I didn't get my paper and I want my paper about eight minutes later my phone rings now as you know I never answer my phone unless I unless I see who it is if I know the number I never answer my phone especially at, at night or in the morning unless I see who it is and 
I saw it, but I said, you know what? What the hell? I answered it anyway. I couldn't believe I did answer it. And it was a lady from the paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she said, uh, did you just call? Uh, we got your call by you not getting a paper. And she said, I called the delivery man, and he says he delivered it to you. And I said, yeah. He, and she, she, got, she was not really snippy, but she was kind of, he says he's delivered it to you. You know, kind of not really nasty, but sort of, you know, uh, you know, we're trying to catch you getting two papers, maybe kind of a, a, a suspicious kind of. Anyway, I said, yeah, the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> it's just, oh, he threw the wrong one. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, so she was very nice, and I said, "Well, now you can." But you're going. He said, "Oh yeah, we'll take care of you." And then a couple hours later, I got my paper. But still, anyway. But uh, but she called. She called the guy when she got my my message saying, "Well, I'm going to check this out," which I thought was above and beyond the call of duty. She didn't have to do that right then, but she did. He called her back. They talked to each other, and anyway. So thank you, uh, Al Jazeera Constitution. I was uh, I appreciate it. Why Why didn't you just keep the Wall Street Journal? It's probably a better oh, I did. paper. I mean, I can't. But she said, "I said I'll leave." the paper out there for you. He said, no, you, you can have it. And I, and I tried to read it. It's unreadable. I mean, it's, it's all, I mean, unless you have some kind of scoop on something. They did it's their just, job yesterday. Well, yeah, yes, they did. Uh, but, but again, the, it was like the day before, whatever it was. And it was just, there's, you know, I have no interest in. That's right. Tuesday. The Tuesday. business Tuesday. forecastings of something. I don't know okay. what it was. Anyway, um, let's see. Oh, uh, just one uh, quick thing about. <laughs> And I probably shouldn't say anything. As you know, when I had my... <laughs> Lobotomy? Well, no. I had I had a whole chunk of my... Lo- lo- up, I had a, like a bridge taken out a couple of months ago on my upper left side. And the dentist said at the time, well, you can either get the denture implants. I said, no, I did that before. And that was a nightmare for eight months. I don't, and he said, well, there's uh, removable bridges you can get. And, uh, and I said, okay, fine. He said, got to wait a couple months. Okay, so I called the dentist. I said, what are my options now on that removable bridge you were talking about? And they, they, he... Oh, that Remember the call? We got the call. It was on the air in the podcast. And the dentist called, and I talked to him. He said, okay, I'll get back to you. Well, the girl called later that day and said, oh, unfortunately, uh, we don't do that kind of stuff here. <clears throat> I said, well, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you know, you took it out. But she, you know, we don't, you know, we, we don't, we don't do that procedure because it would require a bone graft and a and a crown or whatever. And I said, well, I, I said, then why? And she said, well, we can recommend you to somebody else. We have a dentist who who's pretty good at that kind of thing. I said, pretty good. She said, well, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, so she said, we'll forward it to you. Haven't heard a word. And I wonder if they're saying now they probably contacted him and said, well, we can't do that kind of stuff either. So now what? I got to start all over. I mean, it's, it's, you know, anyway, that's all I'm saying. But this this happens to me for some reason with my body. What the hell is going on? I don't feel like I'm falling apart, but I can't. I mean, it's just, it's, I I hate this. I really do. I I hate this. I don't feel like I should be having this. I feel, you know, 30, 40, whatever, healthy, strong. Well, I'm not strong anymore, but, you know, I I hate this. I hate this, and I'm sure every old person, I know I'm almost 7, I'll be 77 shortly. So, you know, I'm almost 80. That means I'm lucky to be alive. Don't call me shortly. Don't call me shortly. Anyway, just for the record, just for the record. Uh, And I won't talk about, uh, I'll just, you know, I'm just pissed off because now I got to, now what have I got to do? Well, next thing, you'll be choking up on your golf club. I, well, At I, least that I, hasn't I happened yet. Well, the only happy thing that's <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> the, only, the only good thing that happens in my life is going to play with the horses. I mean, when I go to the stable four days a week, usually, or something like that, oh, I go okay, play with Okay, fine. <laughs> you hear that flounder? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, the happiness of being with you guys, of course, uh-huh. supersedes everything. That's, that's the given. Uh, but I wish we were working full-time on the radio, but still, this is great. I love, I mean, I love coming to work. Um, and I love playing with the horses. Other than that, 
that. I did hit balls yesterday, and I came to an incredible uh, bit of knowledge about my golf swing, given my current physical state and everything. And it's a, an enormous breakthrough, and I'm very excited. And so that's probably the end of that story. All right, now, hold everything. Um, oh, I did get a, a one more kind of an update thing from my buddy. Uh, Mike Summers, I used to work with, and I've known. Okay. Just because the Atlanta Custom Closet guy said you could do your stories again, <laughs> doesn't mean you have to hit every one of your bingo stories no, in the no, first this, ten minutes of the is, show. No, this is something that refers to something we mentioned before. All Jimmy right. Jimmy Carter still alive as we yes. speak. Uh, in hospice care, we, he's near death, as we, we, I think we pretty you much figured. <clears throat> well, I mean, we're, we know what the situation is. I mean, it's clear that he doesn't have long to live, and we're all sad, and we you know, love him and everything else in many, many ways. Uh, and I mentioned to you uh, a couple of uh, instances of my uh, dealings with Jimmy Carter personally, which I really treasure as, as moments of you know, how many people get to do what I did for very personal <laughs> presidential things. I mean, really, secrets and stuff. I mean, really, you know, how many, my God. I, I, he told me a secret. Would you write the damn book? I know. Anyway, so here uh, I got this email from my buddy uh, Mike, Mikey, Mike Summers, and he said, um, in 1974, he was in New Orleans. I was anchoring in the morning and then working as a reporter after my air shift, assigned to cover a Jimmy Carter for President breakfast fundraiser and interview him in Slidell, which is a little town across the lake, Pontchartrain in New Orleans. Uh, he writes, not one person in the newsroom, this is 1974, not one person in the newsroom had ever heard of Jimmy Carter. He had been out of office from his position as Georgia governor. The breakfast buffet fit for a king. Eggs, sausage, bacon, potatoes, grits, everything else was five bucks. I knew they could not be making money. It was to get him exposed to the media since we were all asking Jimmy who. Yep. Uh, he goes on to say, I did my interview and noticed that he had already been very well coached on the optimum length of a soundbite and had rehearsed the answer to every question he could be asked. I pause here. Remember I talked about Herb Klein, that Jimmy Carter hired Herb Klein, the speech communications expert, to train him how to deal with national media so he wouldn't be a southern bumpkin. And Mike Summers says he had rehearsed the answer to every question he could be asked. His engineering background came through in every response, very analytical and detailed. So there were maybe a dozen folks off the street having breakfast, a print guy from the Times-Picayune paper, me and my tape recorder, and Jody Powell. That was the entire fundraiser. But I came back to the newsroom and I said, you know what? I know we've never heard of him, but I swear, I think I just interviewed the next president for Mikey. That's how impressed he was with that. And again, uh, he, uh, Jimmy Carter did all the right things in two years in advance in 94. Anyway. That was a mistake. <laughs> well, he was a, a terrible president. But again, I have nothing but, but good things to say about Jimmy Carter as a man. I mean, I really uh, I, I admired him then. And, uh, and he, What about him saying that uh, Trump wasn't a legitimate president? Well, I, I, he's a freaking screaming liberal weirdo. He's afraid, you know, money is. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, his politics are outrageous. He's, he's totally anti-Jew, let's remember. The, That's you know, true. If you, I mean, he come on, like you're killing people. me with, a, with his policies. So I don't, you know, I don't care about, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking as a human I would trust him with my money I would trust him with my family I would trust him if I had you know to, to do something that I I, I I trust him as a human being to keep I his would. word well anyway but uh, but again you know but he's not my politically you know good riddance okay now 
All right, boys, we got a couple ways to go here. I've got a whole bunch of things. We, we got to talk about this UGA football business. I want to get your opinion, a couple things on it. First, a couple of basic facts as we, as we, which, by the way, surprised the crap out of me the other day when they came uh, uh, public. Uh, okay, Chandler LaCroix, the 24-year-old recruiting specialist, the woman who worked for the Georgia football program, was racing the defensive star Jalen Carter, who could be, or was until allegedly. now, <laughs> well, may might be, uh, allegedly my ass. I'm going to say it that, it's, that we think it's true. Uh, witnesses say so. They, I mean, they, they, there's evidence of everything. Anyway, um, uh, they were racing one car to a, one Jeep to another car. Uh, and uh, Jalen Carter, who was uh, perhaps going to be the number one draft pick in the NFL, uh, that may change now when we talk about this. Um, there was also a linebacker named Dumas Johnson with a, with a Dodge Charger, uh, who uh, had got caught racing and reckless driving a week before this. Um, the uh, young lady, uh, Chandler LaCroix, uh, was uh, was pronounced dead at the hospital. The crash, uh, let's see, the Cherokee was going on. Uh, the uh, LaCroix was driving the Expedition 104 miles an hour. The expedition front tire struck a curb. Car flew off the roadway, sheared utility poles. Uh, the, uh, the expedition and the Blackhawk, uh, which is called actually the Jeep Trackhawk, as I understand it, has something like 700 horsepower. Really? This is a, this is a monster Jeep. Uh, in fact, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, but you it got was, it in an NIL deal. He I did. He got yeah. it in an NIL deal. Yep. Uh, here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. It was a video. It's a 2021 Black Jeep Cherokee Trackhawk 707 horsepower engine known as a Hellcat V8. Top speed of 180 miles an hour. Can go zero to 60 in three seconds. A Jeep. A Jeep. A hundred thousand dollar Big Jeep. a Jeep, it'll leave the transmission 30 yards behind yeah, it. I owned a I had a Jeep. All transmissions yeah, are bad I had. Jeep. Well, no, that Jeep. In fact, I gave it to Jennifer when I came, well, when I was down in Florida, I had a I had a Shelby convertible and it was starting to fall apart. So I got this Jeep. Uh, uh, it was a Safari XL super special something. It was, a, it was a nice Jeep. Four-door, nice, you know, loaded, sporty Jeep. Uh, and I drove, when I came up back to work, they gave me a car deal at the radio station. So I gave it to my daughter Jennifer and she drove it for a while and hated it I mean and I did I mean it was just you know leak then the rain anyway oh, whatever God. but this thing goes 180 miles an hour uh, and they were uh, swerving uh, they were uh, switching lanes driving in the center turn lane driving in opposite lanes yeah. of travel opposite lane over opposite lanes of travel then but you know but they would swerve over to the other head on the road I mean uh, hopefully not hitting at 2 30 in the morning somebody driving head on the yeah. other direction the, the proper direction uh, drove in opposite lanes overtook other motorists, high rates of speed, trying to outdistance each other. Um, uh, the the uh, Willock uh, flew out of the car driver's seat, the, the uh, football player who was killed, pronounced dead at the scene. The girl was unresponsive and uh, later was shown de was dead at the hospital. They had been at the Toppers Strip Club in Athens by, with other members of the football team. They left around 2.30. Um... Uh, the girl was not authorized to be in the expedition. The car was only supposed to be for uh, official uh, school business. Uh, let's see. Uh, now, here's what, among, among the things that bother me the most, Jalen Carter told the police he was nearly a mile away when the Georgia teammate and a football staff member were killed in the car crash. No, I wasn't there. I was about a mile away. 
Uh, he then he said, "Well, I was following the car when it wrecked." Okay, first he said, "No, I, I wasn't even there; I was a mile away." Then he said, "Well, no, I, I, I was behind it. I was following the car. I had, no, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I couldn't even see the, you know, anything was going on there." Uh, and then he said, "Well, at third point, he said, well, no, I, I was alongside it. You know, we were." We were alongside it, you know, going 104. <clears throat> uh, he fled the scene after the crash. Jalen Carter fled the scene before the police or emergency workers got there. In other words, not only did he flee his responsibility, he didn't try to help anybody. Right. Right. He, he, yeah. that, that's that's yeah, the worst teammate. thing ever. Yeah. He should have been, well, should have, I mean, I, you know, you know exactly what I'm thinking right now. He, they say he was sober, right? So, yeah, so no, evidence of, no, no evidence no, I, can, of I understand being drunk and you, do, you make a stupid decision. If he's stone cold sober and he left them to die there. Yeah. Bleed out, whatever. I mean, screaming. He left his teammate. Why would you want him on your team in the NFL if he left yeah. his college teammate to die? Yeah. And, and by the way, there were, there were people alive in the wreck. Yeah. At least two, yeah. right? And so he, or at three. least temporarily, yeah, and he fled. He fled the scene, lied about where he was, lied again about where he was, lied again about whether he was alongside the car. Uh, he fled before the cops got there, came back an hour and a half later, and then gave differing accounts of what happened in the wreck and denied he had even been racing at all. Uh, Carter gave the officer an inconsistent account of what he knew about the crash. Uh, he first said he heard about the wreck from an apartment complex yes. a mile away. Yes. He, later, he said he witnessed it from a shorter distance. He had been behind. He denied racing, denied it was even driving fast, uh, told the officer occupants of the car the crash were drunk. Uh, he saw the group downtown, and the cops said there was no sign that he had been drinking. Uh, and now this is what kills me. His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, yeah, uh, did not comment. Once, but Carter, Jalen Carter posted this comment on Twitter. And he's back in Athens. Now, again, the, the uh, combo is on right now. Isn't it going to Indianapolis? He had to leave Indianapolis yeah. to come and, back. And again, he was going to be there to do interviews and get measured, but he wasn't going to work out. No. He was going to work out at Pro Day, which is coming up at UGA soon, or someplace soon. Anyway, so he left. He was there to be interviewed, whatever. He came home. He's now back here in Athens. But here, this freaking kills me. Here, here's, what, here's what he posted on Twitter. After he fled the scene, leaving others to potentially die, you know there was, somebody was screaming. Yeah, you can imagine, imagine what happened happened in that wreck that somebody was groaning and screaming or whatever and he flees lies to the police several different times denies he was even driving fast let alone drag racing with the girl that got killed uh, and he posted this comment on twitter quote he will return to athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented there is no question in my mind that when all the facts are known that i will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing <laughs> in other words, the cops are, are lying. Are you shitting me? The cops would have to be lying about this on several different occasions for this to be true. Well, he's been caught lying three different times. I know. I know. Or more, and he fled this. And by the way, like you said, how is this only a misdemeanor? I know. People died. I know. I thought that was automatic vehicular homicide. He reckless, reckless, reckless driving behavior resulting in a death my god i know you know why she I, I mean and again he he was going to well he he and one other defensive guy from 
Alabama, I think, were, were the two, or so I don't remember. There's, there's Auburn, two or three. There's a couple. There's the a couple. But, but it, may, it was going to look as though the number one pick in the draft this year was going to be a defensive star, a, a big defensive. Mel Kuyper Jr. has him number one. I yeah. don't know how many other people do. Well, either way, he's going to be in the top. Oh, yeah. would have been in the top two, three, four, five players and, and automatic millionaire and a big star. And, I mean, my, his future's made for, I mean, assuming he stays healthy forever. Not anymore. Would you pick him? Nope. Would you pick him at not only number one, would you pick him high? Maybe second round. I would pick him second round. Because he may go to, well, he won't go to prison over this because they'll fix it. If it's a misdemeanor, I mean, he's going to go to prison for this. No. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If it's a misdemeanor, he's probably not. Uh, even though he lied to the cop. You know, God, I, 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 <laughs> I'm just trying to think, well, what, what if I had done that? What, what if I had been in a wreck, sober or not, drag racing 104 miles an hour, fled the scene, came back an hour and a half later, lied to the cops three different times, and then said, Bo, I'm gonna, I can prove to you that I'll be exonerated. <laughs> You'd be Rodney King on the Jesus. spot. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Come here, young man. uh, Yeah, we got something to talk about. So we'll see how... And and, and everyone's bitching about Kirby didn't say enough. Legally, he can't say anything right I'm, now. So well, he's, he he said it was horrible, and it's, you know, done, you know, I mean, he's made a couple of comments, but he hasn't. Because the, the university's on the line because yeah. she was not supposed to be in that vehicle. Well, they were the not lawsuit, monitoring their vehicle. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's going to be law, civil lawsuits about this f- for millions. Yeah. Uh, unauthorized well, this, dr- strip clubs drink. She was drunk. She was, she was two times dr- more than two times yeah. drunk yeah. driving 104 miles an hour in an uh, SUV. Which, you know, when we were doing stupid things like that in high school, by college, we had kind of gotten away with that. I but wasn't high school, doing that. We were, we were doing stupid things. We were racing. We, Gwinnett was wide open back then. Yeah, I've, there I've wasn't a lot of traffic. Buddies. and so Okay. Yeah. The girls were always the ones saying, stop it, slow down, yeah. quit doing that. Yeah. I didn't know one that wanted to do it, and she's driving right alongside yeah, that's him. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. That's, absolutely that's true. Different, that's different in the yeah. last two yeah. generations. Well, mean girls, I mean, ever since the, you know, women's lib and the cell phone. I mean, between those two things, women don't have so to take any crap off anybody. On you know, they want to be around. I mean, look, at the, look, at the, look at the daredevil stuff that's going on. Those, the people who jump off the cliffs and do TikTok. the death dive and stuff, those are girls. Those are TikTok idiots. Yeah. Yeah, because they want to be influencers. Oh, yeah. my God. And they're doing it, I guess. Anyway, I can't imagine uh, what his draft status is. I, I, I mean, would you even pick him? If, if his judgment... Okay, here's the other thing. I remember a, a, a very specific case in my childhood when my older brother was the goody My older brother, Gene, the, uh, was a PG uh, uh, golf pro. Uh, he was always the goody two-shoes in the family, two years older than I was. And I was trying to react to the fact that I had a boy's name, Kim. It was a girl's name. And so I was trying to show that I was whatever. Anyway, I remember one day I was probably... 10, maybe nine or ten, so he would probably been eleven or twelve, and we were we were throwing rocks up in the air at something just to see how hard we could throw the rocks. And I threw one way up high, and I unfortunately kind of aimed it sort of off to the left. And there was a car coming down the street, and the rock hit the car as it was driving away, and I started to run away. And Gene said, "No, well, no, 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 no. Well, hold on a minute, hold on. A, no, you, you, no, you can't just flee. You can't just leave." You know, you and, I, and so I, I, I did. I stayed there, oh, and nothing. Idiot. As it turned out, nothing happened. But I mean, that was a lesson to me. You know, about taking responsibility. I've told you the story of my father making me lose my license yeah. when I could have got it back to, no, to well, learn a I've lesson. Never heard of that. And, and now I'm thinking. I mean, my God. Um, <laughs> 
I, I, this is just, what is it? How come his first thought is to flee and then to lie? I mean, those are two main well, when people are dead. Money's on the line. He's about to be drafted at the NFL draft. He doesn't need to be around any of this. <coughs> he knows it was a bad thing. That's why he left. But, but to me, that, 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 is, that, that is the worst of the, of, of, the, of the things that happened, the people died. But the worst thing about his behavior was not that he was, you know, being stupid because young people are stupid. They were drinking, yeah. they were stupid, and they're stupid. stupid. And I, I was stupid, we and you were, were stupid. stupid, and found it was stupid. So we're all stupid, and everybody knows that. I, we, you know, that's just the way it's life stupid. is. And, you know, it's, it's still a little <laughs> stupid. Okay. Uh, uh, but you know it's the uh, you know it's the what do they call it the uh, something effect where you, the stupid people die off and uh, Darwin the Darwin effect the Darwin <laughs> theory yeah um, but again if your first if, if your first thoughts are that I mean that to me is just a lack of me me oh, me God. me me and my money he's thinking about him and his money is what he was thinking but about. How could he possibly think that he was going to get away with pretending he was never there? I know. With I mean, cameras I, I mean, everywhere now. But what kind of brain process is it if he was He's sober to think, oh, uh, crap, I, I, I wasn't even there, officer. I mean, I, can you imagine the balls on this guy? He, he was scared crapless is what happened. He, he was like, oh, my God, I've screwed up everything. And it took about an hour to realize... They're gonna see me on camera somewhere. They know I was no, here. He, 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 apparently, his uh, the uh, UGA guy uh, called him or something and said, "You need to go back to the oh, scene the or fixer. something." Yeah, the, the fixer, fixer guy. Said, no, you need to go to the cops. Um, yeah. uh, but again, if I were a the well, GM, the uh, wolf. Like, is that what the wolf, Mister Wolf? Or uh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. The secret. <laughs> <laughs> John Bearsford Tipton is the name. Uh, uh, you think are about a the, billionaire. The uh, what the the Pulp Fiction? Remember? Uh, Paul, yeah, right. What <laughs> actor is that? Harvey Keitel, the yeah, fi- yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the wolf fixer. or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need lots of cleaning, cleaning products. To get the back seat. Is there a sign in front of my house? (laughs) (laughs) But again, if that's your first thought, how can you try? I don't know. Do you? I mean, if if he's one of the best defensive players that'll to go into the NFL, if you're a general manager, you say, you know, he's a scumbag, but he's a great football player. If it's all business at that level, hell, they hired. They got the guy in Cleveland, quarterback. He also disappears sometimes, again, like the Ohio State game. Where you're like, uh, gosh, he's not doing he anything. Took the day out off, there. yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I remember that. I remember or he got manhandled. Yeah. And, and that's so I would pick. See me, my number one pick would be that dude from Alabama, the rusher. He reminds yeah, me of Michael other, Parsons. Yeah, that was the other guy that they're talking about. As a number Will one Anderson, pick. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's that. a guy yeah. I would go that's for. That's the guy that they say was was a consent, more consensus defense number one pick. But who knows? Uh, maybe number one overall. It's a crap. The Falcons will pick probably a third string cornerback from Clemson. They'll yeah. cut in three years. That's the way they do. Now, what should they do? What should they take? Do we need a defensive Falcons? back? Do we need a pass oh, God, rusher? We need everything. We need, I know. What but, if C.J. Stroud's still there or Bryce yeah, Young? Do you go go get a quarterback? Did you see the story that floated that uh, Tom Brady signed with the Falcons? <laughs> no, that's a joke. Well, they got to get a quarter. They got to get somebody. Are they got to be Ian Ritter on the on the on the rookie or now it's be second year guy. Uh, Tamar is a history. Back in 1981 or 83, Terry Bradshaw had to go in the hospital for something, a little Arthur uh, surgery or something. So he didn't want anyone to know, so he used a pseudonym. Do you know what name he used? It wasn't Ron Mexico. No, it was Tom Brady. No kidding. Is that right? How weird is that? Because no one knew. Tom Brady wasn't even born in 1983. Yep. He wasn't born. Well, maybe it was two. Yeah, he was two. He was. Uh, yeah, he, he was born. He probably. was maybe born and maybe one year old. He's forty-two uh, now. How weird 41? that he would choose that name. Isn't I know. That I don't. Isn't that funny? 
Uh, Ron Mexico, of course, was our uh, dog killer uh, when he had his fake name. And me on 96 Rock with the regular guys. Uh, that's what my name was. Uh, oh, is that what you were? And it took that idiot program director of ours, you know, the moron that fired everybody. <sighs> it took him like three months to figure out that was me. Was that TikTok? He, no, no, that was the last idiot. Oh, I don't know. What yeah. did they call yeah, you? Yeah, you do. Oh, the, the worst one oh, of all of them. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, that yeah. idiot. And yeah. he confronts oh, me God. in the hallway. How come you didn't tell me you're doing this? And I said, because it's none of your business. Yeah. This what has nothing to do oh, with I, GST. It's every, yeah. This is 96 Rock thing. Yeah. It's none of your business. Yeah. Go to, if you got a problem, go talk to 96 Rock's PD. Yeah. What did they call you on the regular guys? Ron Mexico. <laughs> Which was... <laughs> <laughs> that was Larry. Larry came up with that. Yeah. Oh, my. All right. Uh, coming up, coming up, we're going we're gonna to hear some sound from President Stupid that should have... If he had been a Republican and said... These things. Not only would he have been impeached twice each time he somebody heard these things, uh, he would be the laughingstock of the world, and the media would never have let it go. Other, than, in fact, they're not even covering. I think we'll talk about it here in a second. Um, uh, two sound bites, which are just absolutely appalling. And I got some serious questions about these hearings going on in Washington. We're going to talk up a little about mm. that too. And uh, did you hear the Ted Cruz soundbite? Uh, yeah. oh, we'll get to that. By the way, I got wish uh, happy birthday to my sister. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday! No, is she, is she the one who showed it that day at the studio? Yes. It was a funny the hell we're, is that? We're, in the, we're in the studio. We're talking, <laughs> and, and I see this girl's face in in the window of the door, and and she's looking like that. And I and I can't remember whether you spotted her or something. And well, I looked reacting. over there, and I, I didn't recognize her at first because it was kind of hazy through the window. Yeah, and then door, I looked back again because she didn't leave. And I was like, holy cow, I know her. So it's just his sister showed up from the. She had talked her way <laughs> in. And she got got past what's her face, the, the cutie at the front oh, desk. Oh, Ashley. Ashley. She got she talked her way past Ashley. She got all the way to the studio. She could have had a gun, shot us all. Unbelievable. Anyway, she just showed up out of the blue from somewhere around the country. I hadn't seen her in years. Utah. She shows up. I hadn't seen her. All of a sudden, she's there in the studio looking through the window. Hey, happy birthday, sis. What the hell? Yeah, happy birthday. (laughs) Now, is she back in Utah? No, no. I stayed with them the last couple of months. Oh, I thought... thought, uh, Oh, yeah. Do you you have two sisters or just one? Just one. Okay, that was my confusion. And you have a brother. Don't you have a brother or no? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you don't like him, right? No, we, we love him. He's just hiding out in the hills. <laughs> no, I'm, of the, I'm only teasing. I'm only he's somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. We don't a, know where. I have a brother who's dead to me. And I've told my kids, he's dead to me. And, I, and I, if he contacts you or talks to you about something, don't tell me because he's dead to me okay. for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. Scumbag. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought that up. I was just going to wish a happy birthday I do. to my I'm, sister. I'm so freaking furious about it. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Let's do something fun. Let's talk about <laughs> For once. Let's talk <laughs> about getting that new whip. You want a new swapping your whip? A whip, of course, is a colloquial expression for a ride. If you'd like to swap your whip, check it out with our Kibber Show sponsor, podcast sponsor, SwapMyWhip.com. Whip is a term for a ride. Uh, uh, and if you have uh, like-minded car owners like you and you go to SwapMyWhip.com and you see, ooh, that guy's got a, a 92 Camaro I've always wanted and I can uh, swap mine with this. I'll get in contact with him. Or he's got a friend who's got something you're looking for, whatever. You see what I mean? You know, no, no middleman, no salespeople, no dealerships and all the stuff to deal with. And at SwapMyWhip.com, it's obviously not strictly cars. It's obviously trucks and SUVs and things like that. But also boats. 
uh, jet skis, off-road vehicles, ATVs, go-karts, uh, fancy bicycles, I guess. I mean, if it's a whip, it's a ride, it's a swapper. Swapmywhip.com. And use the coupon code KIMMER, K-I-M-M-E-R, for 180 days of free Swap My Whip. Dot com. It might be just the happiest thing you've done in a long time. Swapmywhip.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Okay, dokie, dokie. Let's see. Oh, this is a couple of just outrageous things uh, going on here. Outrageous. Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 and, I'm, and I didn't even, even hear about it for some reason until this morning, and I don't know whether I didn't check my sources again or, or something, but we're going to wait till Flounder comes back in the room because I need a soundbite here. Um, President Stupid was talking about uh, situations in the uh, to the Democratic Caucus conference last night in Baltimore. Last night in Baltimore, and they started. Uh, well, first of all, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, was pinning blame on the government for failing to stop the inflow of illicit drugs into America during her House hearing on her southern border in crisis, in response to a woman fr- uh, named Rebecca Keesling whose two little sons died from fentanyl poisoning. Uh, They thought they were taking Percocet pills and had fentanyl and they died. Again, why drug dealers or why people are making fake medicines are putting fentanyl in it is beyond me. Why would you want to kill the people buying your product? Anyway, they are. And and why anybody? In fact, there was was just a warning yesterday. If you're going on spring break, uh, people, especially women, uh, going on spring break to Mexico, don't go buy all their drugs that you can't get in America because this is where the bad drugs are being found. The, the drugs with the fentanyl in them that you can't buy over the counter in America. You can you can buy almost any kind of drug over the counter in Mexico. Oh, and oh, that's what, we, we used to go in the 80s and get pe- oh, go trip, road antibiotics. Trips. Yeah, or absolutely. Uh, people who lived in Southern California would drive to Mexico just yeah. for the, you know, did pick, no prescription. pick up the pharmacy stuff. Yeah. Well, again, they're saying uh, the, the, the government actually warned said, don't buy the pills. This is what's happening. You know, you, you could die. And again, if you're a 14 year old kid taking a, a, a Percocet because you think it makes you feel better and you're dead forever, I mean, my God, you were poisoned. Anyway, uh, so she complained Obviously. about that. Uh, she said the government has failed you, failed American families. It's failing most of all. It's failing our children and our young people. Uh, now, Flounder, if you would uh, uh, get the soundbite 
Uh, she says, uh, listen to this mother who lost two children to fentanyl uh, because the Biden administration refusal to secure the border and stop the cartels from murdering Americans every day by Chinese fentanyl. Now, uh, Flounder, if you would get the soundbite of, of uh, President Showers with daughter, here's what he said discussing the issue of uh, closing the border and the children dying of fentanyl. She was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that I, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> uh-huh. You don't know that. How does he know that? Well, he has a little chuckle there. I mean, when he, he he's making a little joke about the fentanyl coming from the last administration. What came over yesterday? Yeah. What are you talking about? But again, he's laughing it off. He chuckled about it. And then he said, isn't Marjorie Taylor Greene amazing? Oof. And laughed again. And he says, I should digress. Probably I've read she was very specific recently, saying a mom and killed her things. Uh, uh, comments uh, from Republicans, shameful and embarrassing. Um, the, the death was a result of murder. Absolutely uh, 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 appalling. Uh, people are astounded that he's getting away with laughing and giggling about the, the fentanyl crisis. And, and by the way... Um, well, we'll get. We'll, we'll get. What is he the, doing to stop it? And what if it did come under trial? What are you? You're president now, doofus. Uh, okay. What are you doing to stop it right now? Okay. In fact, let me. I, I was going to say this point about the hearings for later. Let, let me make this point. If, okay, we believe everybody pretty much is, I think, confirmed that the fentanyl crisis is a result of the drug cartels from mostly Mexico or south of the border. It's the drug cartels making and manufacturing the fentanyl products coming across America, killing our kids. So is that, I mean, that's pretty much... I thought it was coming from China. Well, okay, the fentanyl comes from China, but the, but the Chinese aren't making the fentanyl okay. pills to bring in America. The fentanyl comes from China, I think, mostly, uh, but it comes through the cartel. It's the cartel issue coming across the border that's, that's leading to the fentanyl problem. The pills coming across the border of Mexico. If, and we believe that it's from the car Mexican cartels, first of all, even despite that, why aren't liberals appalled that our children are dying from illegal drugs coming across the border? I don't care about kids. Okay. Secondly, if I wonder if if uh, if the word came out suddenly that we were we were able to brainwash everybody starting tomorrow, and starting tomorrow everybody in America knew, everybody thought in America uh, starting tomorrow that the fentanyl issue is made by the Proud Boys white supremacy organization, and they're doing it deliberately to kill America's children. Do you think that then the liberals would say, well, we can't let them do that. We can't have the Proud Boys murdering our children. What if it came from the MAGA factories? What if Donald Trump was getting back at all the people who didn't vote for him by murdering our children with the Proud Boys MAGA pharmaceutical uh, uh, cartel by Republican uh, white supremacists killing our children? I guarantee you the administration would have shut the border. They would have shot all the people making the pills. They would have bombed all the cartel headquarters. How is it possible that because uh, I, that I, I don't know uh, how anybody accepts it? They're all paid off. By whom? I mean, what what Democrat but, in Congress? Okay, how how? Why do you think the Democrats or the leftists? 
care about kids when they allow drag queens to come into public right. schools and teach about anal sex to 11-year-olds? Well, that's one thing, but dying is a whole other thing. How is it possible that nobody seems to... You know, the, the only one solution to stopping the fentanyl crisis is, one, to stop it at the factories in China, if you can, but the other thing is to close the freaking border. They're not going I to mean, do that. I mean, come on. They're not going to do that. How's the drug getting here? They know how it's getting here. In fact, when we get to the uh, to a cruise, I'm going to ask. Uh, why uh, should they? They keep winning elections. <laughs> why Why should they do anything we want them to do? Well, because uh, idiots still vote for them. I know. They I just know. mentioned Trump and everything else is Trump. I know. Again, yeah, I'll hear for Trump. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Uh, Flounder, if you would get the other soundbite for me here, sir, in just a second. Again, uh, President Showers with Daughter has once again told one of his famous stories. And I, I, I don't know. I'll bet you if if I were a photographer, when he starts going into, when he gets down, you know, there was a time back in my head. When he starts doing that, when he starts going, oh, here comes old <laughs> grandpa with a story from his youth. Uh, I would be, I would be, like me, it's uh, my little, camera little, story. A little self-awareness. Well, that's why I. <laughs> should not be president <laughs> and he's three years older than i am so i mean come on anyway uh, if i if i were a photographer i would be get i would be taking secret pictures of his staff members when he starts going into the because you know they're going oh shit here we go you know you you know they're i know oh, god stop him stop him you know <laughs> i mean I, I mean that would be funny as hell because you know they're going nuts anyway he talks about a, a special nurse uh, that he had uh, what's in his life who it blew uh, well well she she blew him over she blew him away with her incredible <laughs> professional care <laughs> flounder if you will <laughs> I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson in the military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, in <laughs> nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand it, but she'd whisper and she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't do the one where I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. No joke. He's never joking. You notice that? No joke. No joke. <laughs> no, I'm serious. How does the cabinet watch this and not invoke the 25th Amendment? <laughs> this man has lost his mind. Good thing he's not in charge of a nuclear arsenal or something like that. <laughs> if I had a nurse bend over and, and breathing on your me, nose, I'd be hitting that button. Breathing in your nose. No, 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 no. Um, he said, uh, a podcaster, Mike Crispy, said, Joe Biden has managed to top his, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> Why was he in the hospital? Oh, he was in, uh, oh, this was from the 80s, or this was the years, and you know, he, he uh, oh, what that, happened to, he was, it, it sounds like he's in a coma. No, I think, remember, he didn't he have, he had a heart issue or something. He what? had, or a brain uh, blockage or something. I didn't oh, know no, that. no, years, uh, in fact, you should Google, a I should have Googled this too. He had, I don't think he had a stroke, but he did, he definitely had a, a, a serious medical issue that I think was a, it was a mini stroke or a mini heart uh, episode huh. of some kind. Um, more comments. Uh, his nurse did what? Where are the men in the white coats? Dana Lesh, why is he so weird? I mean, this man is unbelievable. And his little, and by the way, most of his stories are just lies. Yeah. Getting arrested with he Nelson believes. Mandela. I think he does believe him. He's, it's like OJ thinks, you know, somebody else did it. I wonder if on his deathbed he's going to admit it. I wonder if he thinks that'll keep him out of uh, keep him out of hell. I wonder if he believes in heaven. He's that delusional. I mean, I really want. I wonder whether O.J. Simpson believes. I, I bet he doesn't believe in hell. 
I bet he thinks he's too good to have a hell. I did that run that night. I was in L.A. in the 90s right after it happened, and I did the run from Metzaluna to her house to his house, back and forth. He had plenty of time. Well, not only that, if I recall correctly, no one's ever really followed this up. When he got to Chicago's O'Hare Airport, at Chicago's O'Hare Airport, in front of where you walk into the Bing Terminal Building, are giant bins of trash receptacles. Yeah. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, somebody testified they saw him drop a uh, gym bag into one of those things. That's where the knife is. Yeah. Anyway. They'll never find No, it's over. Um... Okay, now... Uh, How about speaking of Chicago? How about that, 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 that... Four years ago, she's elected mayor. Oh, mayor, light in the brains. And then four years later, the same people elected her kick her out because she sucks. <laughs> and she goes, no, it's because I'm a black woman in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Notice she left off the part that she's a lesbian. It said because she's a woman and she's black. But, the, but she didn't say because I'm a lesbian because she couldn't, you know, that would be kind of hard to figure out. So, but again, and by the way, she's the creepiest looking oh, she, public she's official She's Beetlejuice. Ever well, did you hear what she said? Said, she said, I made, we made Chicago safer yeah. while I was here. Yeah, I'm She's so insane. proud. Hold my head high. Yeah. The Daily Mail had the great, it was the, it was the first story. <laughs> and it had her sitting there with the look on her face like, yeah. ooh. And then the next thing, it was a video of her dancing in the snow. Right. Doing this. And then it had the crime figures next to that. It was yeah. unbelievable. First time in 40 years a mayor did Blatant not get lies. reelected. Blatant lies. A, a black female lesbian not getting reelected in Chicago is hard. I mean, it's, well, it's all those white Southerners who moved to Chicago <laughs> well, in the last year. They're years. blaming MAGA Republicans on uh, uh, too many conservatives now in Southside Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah, right near the Putty Tat Museum, huh? <laughs> <laughs> on Cicero Avenue, and I, oh my God. <laughs> so, did you see the picture of her? It's uh, her standing like by a carpet like this, and there's twenty dollar bills that spell out "Get Vaxed." <laughs> oh my! I love it. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, that's the other. I, I was going to mention here about about the liberals and now starting to suffer for the policies. It was a big story a couple of days ago in Portland. Uh, uh, residents are saying everybody's gone. He said leaving. the businesses are fleeing. It's a ghost town. I know. They've destroyed it. It was the jewel of the West Coast. Nobody can live there. You can't live there anymore. You can't, you can't trust safe. You can't, I mean, you can't trust anything. You can't, you can't live a normal, healthy American life anymore in a city like Portland, which, by the way, used to be known for, I mean, it was a liberal city. It had terrible weather. It rains every freaking second of every day, I guess. Uh, but, you know, the beautiful scenery by yeah, Oregon. My beautiful. God, it's one of the most magnificent geographical pieces what, of land what's in the it? world. Rainier? What, oh, what's yeah. that? What, what was that? Shasta? I think that's Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, whatever. I mean, it, and all of a sudden now they've ruined it they've destroyed it the brown shirts have taken over the crime runs that city the uh, the, the uh, and all those freaks from california started going north and, and the people in i said no, no no we don't want you no no you were fine thanks you stay where you are and now now portland's dying I mean, and by the way, if you can't, if you don't have businesses to support you, it, it's over. You're not going to get enough money on, on real estate taxes to support. Systems. I was there in 2005. I was there for two or three days, and I walked. One day, I just walked around. It was the most depressing place I've ever been because at every street corner there was these teenagers or twenty-somethings yeah. dressed all in black with the black face and yeah. the eyes and all sitting, literally sitting on their ass, blocking the sidewalks with their hand out. All of them. because well, they get away with Able it. Able-bodied, could work, but they're just sitting there going, hey, give me some money. Fuck you. <laughs> Hard to believe. Depressing. 
Hard to believe. All right, now, I want to take on this Senate hearing business. Have you all seen the video of, it's in downtown St. Louis. Oh, yeah, the shooting? Uh, and by the way, by the way what an about execution. Yeah. Let, let, but let's talk about the guy taking the video. Uh, but that's what well, I don't what's understand. What's he supposed to do? The guy's got a gun. The guy was sitting there for maybe five Minutes trying to load the damn thing. I mean, he could have done something. He could have yelled. I, guess. I don't understand who the guy was taking the video, though. Was he part of? Did he know that? It looked like he was in a band, like some place that I, had an. Well, why was he taking video of just two guys? One guy sitting down, the other guy standing there. They weren't doing it. The only thing I can think of is he saw what maybe he saw something and then started well, filming. The story I understand was they had had they had had a run in previously to the scene of what you see of the one guy sitting on the sidewalk, sitting down on the sidewalk, and then the guy behind him fiddling with something. You couldn't tell what it was, but the video turns out he was loading a gun. That's what he was doing. And then he shoots the guy on the sidewalk in the head. A homeless guy. Yeah, homeless guy. But apparently there had been some interaction with oh. the two of them before that. But again, I wonder if that's why the guy had the camera saying, oh, I saw them fighting earlier. I wonder what's going on now. And that was never explained. And, and, so and was by that the way, was like, was that stage two of well, whatever and, situation and what was going on? what did he do when the did he go chase the guy with a gun, or, or caught, I, I don't know what happened after that. They, they cut did the they video. Did they catch so, the guy? Who did yeah, it? they caught him. Yeah, and he was a, a scumbag, just uh, you know, a guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's broad daylight, St. Louis, right there in front black of God. On black crime. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, okay, Senate hearing with that midget Merrick Garland, that brain dwarf, uh, the temporary attorney general. He hemmed and hawed and disagreed. He denied every possible charge leveled against poli political uh, politization, politization, <laughs> 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 the politi politization and politicalization. Yeah, thank you. Of the Department of Justice from the Hunter Biden laptop. He says, oh, well, I wanted to make sure I didn't want to interfere with the uh, uh, Delaware attorney general is, you know, investigating this kind of stuff. What's that got to do with, with the anyway, well, that's what he said. That's how he gets away with it um, about the uh, the cartels at the border. He he said he actually had a comment where he said, we have been arresting people left and right. We've made more arrests than anyone ever has. And if we are uh, cracking down and going after all these people and doing a wonderful job for a mayor, the proud men and women of our just bullshitting. I mean, there's no possible way that he's telling the truth about any of that stuff. Um, uh, he said everybody's doing great on the Mar-a-Lago raid uh, with the weapons of war and, and the gunboats and the gunship choppers over above ready to kill everybody. He said, I said, oh, no, we, we uh, you know, there's and I'll talk about the FBI guy, too. But he, uh, but Garland said, well, no, every uh, situation is based on what the needs are to uh, make an arrest if need be. And so that was and, and, and so they said, well, what's the difference in that? And uh, going to the uh, Christian guy with the seven children uh, and using SWAT teams with him when he didn't. He said, well, no, every every case is. Uh, difference. We'll talk about the FBI part of it in a second. But first, uh, 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 the Mar-a-Lago raid, the weapons of war, the SWAT boats, uh, the uh, Washington Post, by the way, has shown that there is a huge amount of dissent among FBI agents who thought it was not necessary to do all that show of force at Mar-a-Lago. And again, what was the reason? They were really afraid that some cook is going to be charging out with a weapon to shoot the pip. I mean, they could have just knocked on the door and said, okay, we're here to get your documents. Yeah. There was no need. There was, nobody was there. Political theater. 
Right. And, and again, uh, Merritt Garland uh, defense is saying, well, it was just, you know, what, what they th- commanders thought at the time. Bullshit. Again, Merritt Garland was a guy who was deprived the seat on the Supreme yeah. Court because of conservatives. He's getting back on it now. Uh, now, Ted Cruz tried to get him to answer questions. Flounder, if you would. The Ted Cruz comment uh, goes to the very heart of thank God what the Republicans are now going to do since they are finally at least in charge of the House and not yet in charge of the Senate, but at least it leads to this. Here's Ted Cruz. Senator. But in the wake of the leak of the Dobbs decision, when rioters descended on the homes of six Supreme Court justices, night after night after night, you did nothing. The department did nothing. When extremist groups like Ruth Senos and Jane's Revenge openly organized campaigns of harassment at the homes of justices, you sat on your hands. When these same groups posted online information about where the justices worship or their home addresses or where their kids went to school, you again sat on your hands and did nothing. Your failure to act to protect the safety of the justices and their families was an obvious product of political bias. You agree with Roe versus Wade, you disagree with the Dobbs decision, and the Department of Justice under this president was perfectly happy to refuse to enforce the law and allow threats of violence. And as you know, those threats finally materialized with Nicholas Roski, a 26-year-old man from California who traveled across the country, was arrested outside the home of Justice Kavanaugh, armed with a handgun, a knife, and burglary tools. And he said he came there to kill Justice Kavanaugh because he was enraged by the leaked opinion. Boom. He has no answers for anything. In fact, when Garland was asked about the school boards, remember the issue when uh, the FBI uh, was... Uh, w- Josh Hawley grills him on the pro-lifers. Uh, excellent. The Attorney General, give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people? Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. So you think it was reasonable? I'm saying the facts... Are are not as you described. What? That the children weren't there? That there wasn't that yeah, there weren't long guns there? That there weren't agents? What wasn't? What? What do you dispute? What's the factual premise you dispute? FBI Be specific. said they don't agree with your description of. Be um, specific. They don't agree with what? Of of how many agents? Of the agents who were there and of what their roles were? They don't agree. Philadelphia District Attorney declines to prosecute. The private suits dismissed. You use an unbelievable show of force with guns that I just note liberals usually decry. Weapons of war. We're supposed to hate long, long guns and assault-style weapons. You're happy to deploy them against Catholics and innocent children. Happy to. And right. then you haul them into court and a jury acquits him in one hour. I just suggest to you that that is a disgraceful performance by your Justice Department and a disgraceful use of resources. And he's doing it to get back at conservatives. Yeah. Or he's being told I hate to. people like this. He's being told to do this is what's happening. He's a he's a puppet. He is a puppet. And again, it's not Biden. It's not President Showers with daughter. Stupid. It's his puppeteers who Obama are Obama and yeah. Susan Rice and all those ilk that are behind uh, the scenes that God. are doing it. Valerie Jarrett and uh, all that. When when uh, when when uh, uh, Merrick Garland was asked about the school board business, remember the administration wanted the Justice Department and the FBI to crack down on parents who were mad at critical right. race. 
race theory and gender things being taught in schools. Remember, this is when the, when the guy from uh, Virginia said, well, parents don't have any right to tell us what we should be teaching in schools. Remember, that was the whole yeah. thing going on there. And so Merrick Garland had his memo from the after the White House said, we need you to crack down on these school board meetings because people are yelling at us and we don't like it and it hurts our little feelings. He said, it's about time to crack down on these white supremacists, uh, uh, danger to America, the uh, uh, potentially violent, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, um, uh, uh, violent uh, uh, protesters at public school board meetings or so forth. And when they asked him about that, he said, well, I, you know, why you wrote that letter? Because the White House wanted you to crack down on, on peaceful protests. Domestic protest. terrorists. Yeah, domestic, yeah, domestic, that was what it was. We want to fight domestic terrorism at school board meetings. And he said, uh, and they said, what are you talking about? What, what, and he said, well, uh, we weren't telling the school boards what to do. We, we, we never told the school boards what to do. What we said was, uh, we want to make sure that there's no violence at public meetings. <laughs> Which is not what they said. I mean, that wasn't it. He's just lying. They're just they're just faking the, the answers. You know, the, <laughs> their a, latest is they they think traditional Catholics are the, <laughs> the ones that are the strongest about family. Traditional Catholics are now a threat and domestic terrorists. So guess what? That means that around this country they are infiltrating Catholic schools and Catholic. Catechism classes, probably, and in, in churches. School, and, yeah. So, be, if you're Catholic, be very careful who you talk to about the federal government because they, you know, for a fact, the FBI has people. They won't go in mosques, yeah. but by God, they'll go into a Catholic church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and there were a whole bunch of uh, members of the FBI, including the top agents. As I understand it, the top guy who was in charge of that. Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago raid said when he was given the orders to have two dozen <laughs> armed he said no 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 we just we'll just go there we don't need all this we'll just go knock on the door we know you know it's, it. they knew it was there it's not like they had to try to fight it they, they you know they just had to go there and he said no we can't do that That'll, that's that's so wrong it's not necessary there's no reason to have a deploy all da 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 and he said you'll do it this way because that's the way it's supposed to be that was Merrick Garland who made them do it and the and the FBI the head FBI guy said, I don't want to do it. He said, I won't quit over it, but it's wrong and I don't want to do it. And there's a whole group of FBI agents in, in a fairly high up level who are in charge of putting together these, you know, events when they go out to get somebody who are saying this is wrong. Where, <laughs> where are you getting that? I don't believe that for a second. The Washington Post is quite, but again, until they're willing to come out and, and picket in front yeah. of FBI headquarters. Well, it means nothing. Well, but again, I, 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 <laughs> we are following orders. That's, That's right. what they're doing. They're doing the, the Nazi thing at Nuremberg. Right. We that's were following orders. Yep. And that's exactly why the FBI has to be gutted and start over. And now let's get to Chrissy Ray. Brett Baer the other day interviewed Chrissy Ray on his show for a very long time, and I think there's even more that's available on, on the web. Um, the he Chrissy Ray is a sleazy, slippery, arrogant, slime bag, gutless, temporary FBI director, and shame on Brett Baer for the interview and the way he handled it. For example, January 6th, Brett Baer said, well, now, uh, uh, how many of the undercover agents uh, or assets or FBI assistant people did you have at the January 6th rally and protest, uh, and uh, why didn't they do something to stop uh, events from getting out of hand? And he said something like, uh, 
Well, I, it's uh, there's there's information. Well, I can't really, I, as you can imagine, Brett. I can't really talk about uh, handling of FBI operations. That's kind of classified information. Oh, it's classified. It's classified. Uh, don't follow up. Oh, okay. I, you know, is he just not going to talk about it? Now he did press him a little bit on the Twitter thing. Said we never told Twitter what, what well, to do. That's well, that point. Don't get ahead of me now. Don't get ahead of me. <laughs> he didn't and the only reason he pressed him because it's actually been reported by Matt Taibbi. It's in black and white. But again, uh, he didn't want to talk about secret agents who may have started the whole thing, including telling people where to go and make sure they got inside. Um, he said he had the balls to say that there is no bias in the FBI. <laughs> the FBI is a proud organization which is only involved with law and order. He denied there was any kind of politicization of the FBI. He denied that there were people uh, out to work against uh, law and order in this country. He praised them. I mean, mean, it's a damn... I I can't freaking believe it. Um, uh, And and he said, in fact, this killed me. He said, in fact, uh, Brett, uh, the FBI has now received more resumes for people wanting to join the FBI than ever before in history. We have thousands and thousands of young Americans who want to be FBI agents now more than ever, proving how much they love the FBI in America today, Brett. yeah. Well, here's uh, one of the resumes of uh, one of the FBI recruits, uh, which I had forwarded to me from, uh, let's just say a source. All right, a source. Aiden Flinderman, age 28. Oh, we're getting more uh, uh, Venmo things. Thank you very much. Age, uh, Aiden Flinderman, age 28, San Jose, California. Education, Social Justice Academy of Berkeley. Uh, <laughs> bachelor's degree in gender studies from Wellesley College. Uh, master's degree from Smith College with uh, thesis work in white supremacy and lingering effects on pre-K Georgia schools. Recent work history, uh, from 2018 to present, official supervisor of parental housing unit, including refuse removal, sanitation inspector, overseeing both interior lavatory executive cleanliness inspection, as well as exterior architectural, structural, and landscaping organizer. Duties include for the parental housing unit, uh, complete uh, and absolute responsibility from my basement headquarters of all aspects of clean and humane living conditions. Special note, I am willing to work undercover at school board meetings, white supremacy, secret ceremonies, undercover asset manipulation against civilians, monitoring of social media insurrectionists and comments. Pronouns, yummy and scrumptious. Uh, Salary requirements, uh, $190,000 to $210,000 per year, Federal Bureau car and housing allowance. Uh, References, uh, see Mrs. Herman Flinnerman at the same address. (laughs) Note, I don't work on George Floyd Day. Uh, special interests, origami, uh, history of acrylic artworks, feline superiority in ancient Egypt, walks on the beach, sodomy, the effect of the racist homophobe Dr. Seuss on American society, executive director of the No Cash Bail Society, and associate deacon at the Church of the Ain't Gender, Any Gender Jesus. So there you are. That's one of the followers who are hoping to become a new FBI agent, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds to me like there's something wrong. And incidentally... Uh, when when uh, when Chrissy Ray, the sleazy, slippery, oily snake of a of a of a director of the FBI, who's having me follow, I, I caught two the chase car. They used to use Ford, Ford the big four doored uh, Galaxy 500s. Now they switch to uh, to uh, uh, Camrys. They got two different Camrys following me now. <laughs> I, I, on my way to the stable, I have to take different routes because I see them switching off. But they're 
earpiece at the corner right by the Publix when I'm cutting off on the mid uh, Broadwell. Anyway, yeah. uh, so there, and I know my phone's tapped. You can hear the clicking all the time. Uh, but when he was asked about social media, Brett Baer said, now what about social media? Now, you know, you're telling social media, uh, warning them about Russian disinformation for, to help uh, uh, Joe Biden or Hillary against Donald Trump. He says, oh no, no, we never did that. Uh, what we do is, because uh, we're concerned with law and order in America, and we want to make sure that if there's a danger to uh, something happening to affect American society, uh, we need to pass that along to those who might be involved. So we just, as a matter of, uh, of uh, decency, we want to make sure that people are un- informed about what might be happening out there. <laughs> and Brett says, oh, okay. Instead of saying, let me read the words for you. He, he, he could have read the, tra- the, the tweets. I know. I, I, I can't, I couldn't, I'm dying, I'm seeing Brett, gee, I'm going to get to rip it out of your freaking mouth, you yeah, just Jesus. I mean, I, honestly, I couldn't believe it. I'm, I, this is, oh, God, Fox, we're doomed. He got away with it. Of course he did. Oh, God, I mean, I just, I can't believe it. He said, we're not interfering with politics. Uh, that's, uh, that's not something we do. Although later on, apparently it was revealed that uh, one of the FBI agents uh, made a phone call to... That Martian who's in charge of Facebook, Zuckerberg, and he said, uh, Mark, uh, we're just uh, we're just giving you a little tip here that you maybe you're going to get some information here that you really don't want to ignore because, uh, you know, it could affect the outcome of the uh, Democrat elections and thing. And, and uh, we wouldn't want anything to upend, uh, you know, your business or or that pretty little wife of yours. Huh? Is she doing all right? Is she so far? It'd be a shame if anything, you know, happened to the... Uh, you know, that pretty little wife. But again, just, you know, just a tip, uh, Mark, to kind of be a lookout for some Russian disinformation. Okay. All right. Great talking to you. Yeah. I just, you know, I was a tip, you know, I, I totally, uh, you know, nothing really serious. Um, let's see. She, uh, yeah. Um, sleazy, slippery. Uh, they talked about the, the Mar-a-Lago raid. And again, Brett Bear should have said. Uh, again, we know Merrick Garland made it happen. Brett Baer said, do you agree, do you think the raid on Mar-a-Lago that had two dozen SWAT team killer riflemen, weapons of war, assassins, uh, you know, at 6 o'clock in the morning flooding Mar-a-Lago, do you really think that was necessary? And he said something like, uh, well, uh, the uh, the planners of the mission are only concerned with uh, what might be the best way to appropriately make sure that uh, if there's an arrest involved, that it would be done with the least amount of damage possible and the least amount of violence or something. You know, just, you know, in other words, he just justified because that's what, you know, that's the way that we planned it and that's just the way it was supposed to be. Instead of saying, and Brett should have said, wait a minute, you know, you didn't do that to Pence, you didn't do it to, I mean, there's a million ways he could have said, do you, do you did you personally, did you personally say, I I want this guy and that guy and these teams and a helicopter and a boat of killers out in the bay and everything else. Did you, did, did you demand that they do it that way? And do you think you made the right choice? No follow-ups. He, he just made these, these, these ridiculous comments. And next question. I, I honestly, I couldn't, I could not believe it. I could not believe it. Uh... And he got, he's getting away with it. And he smug, arrogant, smart. Did you see any of his tests? Uh, oh, my bit, yeah. God. I just, uh, I mean, just, 
astounding and disgusting. I was, I'm sorry to be so flippant. Fascinating <laughs> tirade brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. <laughs> Custom shirts, hat signs, promotional <laughs> items, no minimum order, no setup fees. Order one, order a thousand, it doesn't matter. They got laser engraving for the tough stuff. They do all our work here. Uh, they do the HCIS, they do uh, <laughs> Shannon Burke stuff, they do all the stuff for the Kimmer Show. The they podcast, the podcast blanket, cat. my golf towel for my son-in-law. Great stuff, great stuff. So FarmhousePrintingCo.com, we really appreciate the all bingo that. Shirt. They have a bingo shirt. Yeah, you want the camera show bingo, bingo shirt? shirt. Now. <laughs> they actually have one. <laughs> yeah, they do. Eric has done that. It's brilliant. Brilliant. And again, you can only order one. You don't have to order 50 to make, you know, a bulk thing. If you want one shirt, get one shirt. And they, and I, I, was, I drove down there and actually, you know, met with them. Talk, had, they, they have a Kimmer show dog, uh, puppy right there, beautiful golden retriever. Anyway, uh, good people. In, uh, right. in a lot what of you fun. got next? What's okay. Good? What's next? Um, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, so I couldn't believe this. Kyle Rittenhouse, again, the guy, the kid who involved when he was 17 years old, yeah, 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 yeah. is now being sued yeah. by the guy he shot in the arm, who was a, the guy he shot was a convicted child molester yeah. who pointed a gun at him. And, and even in the, t- and I remember Kyle Rittenhouse was found innocent almost immediately of the charge of shooting the guy because he was totally in self-defense. And in the, in the, in the, remember the business that happened back then during the riots. And, and they should play the the, the soundbite of the of the of the guy who got shot, the bad guy who got shot, on the stand. And the, and some, the, the guy said, um, "Is that you uh, with the gun behind uh, Kyle Rittenhouse?" Yeah, that's me. Uh, is that you? Did you see Kyle Rittenhouse holding his gun, but not at you? Yes, I do. Do you see now the picture where you're pointing your gun at uh, Kyle Rittenhouse? Yes, I do. Did Kyle Rittenhouse shoot at you before you pointed the gun? No. Did Kyle Rittenhouse shoot you after you pointed the gun at him? Yes, he did. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't do anything until you pointed your gun at him and then he shot in, you know, hit you shot in your arm. And now that guy is suing Kyle Rittenhouse in civil court. Yeah. And he's, you know, and Kyle Rittenhouse is, I saw him interview and he said, he said, they're all coming after him. He said, I'll be doing this for years. He's, he's got other civil suits too. And he's got one place, you know, they have a whole bank of people being supported by Antifa and God knows what oh, else. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse has this one lawyer buddy of his who's trying to help him go through all these cases. Holy smokes. They're going to wear him down and sooner or later they'll get a jury that'll side with yeah. them. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he says, even if I win everything, he said, this is going to, you know, I, I can't I'll do I can't afford this. I can't keep doing this. It's, and I can't do anything but this. You know, his life has been, been ruined because he was a kid who actually was found innocent of doing anything wrong. Anyway. The moral of the lesson is, if you go to one of these things, put a mask on like they do. If, it, yeah, if it's suddenly legal to wear a mask and walk around with a gun in public, do it. That yeah. way, when you shoot and kill somebody, you can run away and they won't know who yeah. did it. Or you can, if you get caught, you say, well, I was doing it for uh, the uh, Pelosi family to get back at those rights of white supremacists who were trying to kill all the Democrats. Now, oh, oh, you're free to go. Um, anyway, a couple of the weird old things in the uh, news here today. Did you hear about the Lady Gaga update story case? Remember, it was back in uh, 2021. One, uh, 48 hours after robbers stole her two French bulldogs and shot the guy who was walking her bulldogs, Lady Gaga went to Twitter with a desperate plea. This was two years ago. She said, my beloved dogs, Kochi and Gustav, were taken in Hollywood two nights ago. I will pay $500,000 for their safe return. Mm. If you bought or found them unknowingly, the reward is the same. Hmm. 80 minutes after the tweet, a girl named Jennifer McBride brought the dogs to a Los Angeles police station, and she was arrested two months later because she knew the father of one of the guys who stole the dogs and shot the caretaker. 
So this woman who got the dog was convicted of one count of receiving stolen property, was sentenced to two years of probation, and now she's suing uh, uh, Lady Gaga because she says, I still should be paid because I brought back your dogs. Uh, she's suing Lady Gaga, her, uh, whose legal name is Stefan, uh, Stephanie Germanata, that's Lady Gaga, for breach of contract and fraud. Yep. She made the half-million-dollar promise in bad faith, used the reward as a bait to induce the girl to come forward and put herself on Good. law enforcement radar. Remember, when this happened, Lady Gaga blamed mega-Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now the, the case is pretty simple. They're saying Lady Gaga made a reward offer. She got her dogs back. Give me my money. <laughs> now, uh, I don't know Does if there's this a hold law- up in court. Well, this is a this is in Los Angeles. I don't know if there is a local ordinance or a state law in California which says a person convicted of a certain level of crime cannot be rewarded for that crime. You know, like booksellers who right. commit murders and sell books. But I but this is different. This isn't that she wrote. Or she, I, I don't know. I really I don't know whether there's a law. It's like that in, it's in trap. In a sense, isn't it? Well, again, it could be. Uh, even if even even if it's totally innocent, she made the offer and got the dogs back. But then, if the if that was a girl who kidnapped them and then brought them back, would you still have to give her the reward? What if she did it? Would that still be hold true? I mean, what's the I difference? Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the law. Uh, one more quick thing about politics. Uh, oh, actually, a couple things. Uh, the Al Jazeera Constitution didn't even cover. Those hearings <laughs> didn't even mention about FBI or AG or anything. Um, uh, there's a Republican congressman from Tennessee named Andrew Ogles, who's now facing allegations of embellishing his resume. Now they're coming out of the woodwork. All these Democrats are trying to find every Republican they can who lied on his resume. So this Republican from Tennessee named Ogles uh, acknowledged that he misstated the degree he had from Middle Tennessee State University. Tell me oh, if you think this is a hit. Well, wait, wait, wait. If you're going to make up some. Make, I, I, make it it's something. even worse. Wait for that. Stop, stop. <laughs> Let me do the thing, and then you tell me whether this Arizona is a hanging offense. Even worse than what you're thinking about right now. He acknowledged that the degree he received from Middle Tennessee State University, he mistakenly stated that he received his degree from Middle Tennessee State University in international relations. He has now admitted he lied. His degree was for... Liberal studies. Oh, no. We'll kick him. That's the issue. It wasn't... No, no, no. It wasn't international relations. It was your basic liberal study degree. Uh, And then he said, well, you know, uh, he also called himself an economist when, in fact, he took one community college course and almost flunked. (laughs) I'm an economist. (laughs) We're all economists. (laughs) I tell you what, we're better predicting the economy than Robert Reich is. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's always Always wrong. wrong. (laughs) They they, they trot him out again. Who was that guy? Ratajczak. Donald Ratajczak of Georgia State. What an ass. He was on our radio station every you know every why? month they'd have the, the, the reports came out and they go to Donald Ratajczak because we every sit there time. and every time I say is there not someone else in Atlanta or the country you can talk to oh no he always answers the phone it was laziness I know it was pure laziness and I'll tell you you know who damn well know, was I, the one who I, always I, called absolutely him. Screaming shrieker. Mm. Um, uh, re- official report came out just at what we all knew. Official report by the government concerning the the uh, the, uh, the chicken livered um, retreat in Afghanistan by American troops. Uh, the pullout in 2021 
uh, describes an abrupt and uncoordinated pullout and poor accountability for weapons sent to Afghanistan. $7 billion in military equipment was left under Taliban control. There was failure to create an independent and self-sustainable security force after 20 years and $90 billion in support. It was America's longest war. Tens of millions of dollars disappeared from Afghan government bank accounts during the Taliban comeback. It was a disaster, and now the government's finally said, why? The poor planning. I'm telling you, General Silly Millie, uh, you know, the pronoun general, should have been court-martialed and put back to the rank of private and kicked out of the freaking army. And the same, there was also a Marine three-star general who was in charge of this stuff, too. And he, and he uh, later testified before Congress, as I recall, and said... Well, we all we all had uh, problems with it. We said we should have been doing some other things, and uh, but you went along with it. Well, you know that's what they wanted to do. So and, and, I mean, you know, they, they were uh, when they were asked about the, the, this horrible planning. You know, shutting down the military airport and going to the civilian airport to get people out. What are you kidding me? Anyway, stuff like that. And he said, well, there were reservations. There was a lot of dissent about it, but you know, we, we went went ahead with the plan. following orders. <laughs> Jesus, we are just following orders. Just freaking unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yes. Kim, are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? You know, now that you've got that place up in the mountains, man, you could you, your whole weekend rent. I mean, I hope you have somebody take care of it for you. Yeah, have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining. We'll call North Georgia in tendency. We can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house. You can relax at yours. Visit us at ngaintendency.com or call 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664. Uh, thank you so much. And by the way, uh, Fernando just made us a very nice donation on <coughs> Venmo. Uh, thanks for what you guys do. Thanks for the work. Thank yeah. you, Fernando. Oh, thank you. God bless America. And all I mentioned, Annie gave us a little nice thing. And Denise with the happy uh, Sioux State and everything else. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple of sports things here. And then I've got some more uh, stuff going well, in some let tweets. Let me ask you something. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. I made a faux pas at the grocery store. I went, oh. and went and found a local grocery store. It's a very nice grocery store. Yeah. And everyone's extremely friendly because it's the mountains, man. Everybody's, okay. everybody's friendly. People are nicer in the mountains. They really are. So I'm sitting there and I see a bunch of sweet tea, different varieties of sweet tea in this like uh, refrigerator case. Okay. So I turn my cart to go over there and just then this cute blonde in uh. tight blue jeans mm. doesn't see me. She yeah. jumps, jumps up behind the bread ziggurat, which yeah. is this huge thing, yeah. and jumps in front of me there. So I stop the cart and she turns and goes, oh, I'm sorry I got in front of you. I said, don't worry, don't worry. I said, I, I said I'm in no hurry. Yeah, so? And she, she was reaching around and she turned and looked back at me with this sly smile on her face. And then she reached and got the thing. She goes, I'm, I'm sorry again. You have a good day. And I said, okay, you have a good day too. It wasn't until a few minutes later I figured she thought I was hitting on her. Because she's basically reaching up to get all this stuff in these tight jeans and good looking. Oh, I'm you're just like, oh, oh, I got oh, all day. Hurry, I like the I'm view from here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a yeah, nice reach compliment. A little higher. That's, that, that's, yeah. kind of, so, that's, a, that's a nice That's So a here's nice the problem. Compliment. I spend the rest of the trip in the store thinking, you damn, gone to get why her. didn't I follow that up? Should have gone with, to get her. With, I just moved here, <laughs> and I was, is this the best place to buy sweet tea? You don't exactly. like that. Oh, my. What you're an idiot. But I didn't know I was hitting on her. Well, there you are. So you pulled a Kimmer. Yeah, you pulled a Kimmer. Stupid. What is that? Bingo? Is that A7? <laughs> there's no there's A, no a in bingo, bingo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, right. yeah, maybe Go you'll ahead. run into her again. 
I assume you're going to go back to the store. Is it a Publix or is it a local? Well, whatever. Uh, It's it's a store (laughs) that has groceries, and it's a crazy Now, actually, I know you want to talk about this store. Uh, First, let's talk about your house. It's a great store. You sent pictures to us. We're not going to share them, obviously. Right. Uh, But you sent pictures. It's Beautiful. I mean, what a great looking spread. A great looking house with a front porch, you know, a nice white cottage and a, woods and trees and a stream. And I mean, it's beautiful. All you hear it's all gorgeous. day is that stream going. It's gorgeous. So I'm thinking, wow, is that freaking great? Now, are you going to get your internet set up? Is that working? I, already, I got the internet set up. I was able to do a Holy Crap at Sports, and that was easy. What I can't figure out is I got the computer and the internet in one room, and that's where he put it in. The router or the modem, that, that box, I don't know if it's a router or a modem i should have asked him friendly that it's a router but I my tvs are in the living room and i didn't hook them up because they want you to do direct tv and i'm not going to do direct tv so basically i'm just going to try and wi-fi it from there but i have no clue do i need a router or oh. a modem so, well, to well, do that like the founder will get you so like he's, he's going to do that but it, the, the one problem with the house is it was shut up for like two or three months so it's kind of musty smelling yeah so i'm going to have to open up the windows yeah. and get get that in there so what's the quickest way to get Get your house smelling nice. Is just the air fresheners or the get candles. Get, can, get candles. Candles, scented candles. Yeah, scented candles. Or the or the what are those things that uh, people that do a marijuana? Uh, like Catholic Juna. priests, you know. Uh, like the uh, the little sticks, little sticks. Oh yeah, uh, incense. 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 There you go. So like I'm a hippie. I'm not familiar with the. I can be like a hippie. Like the, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we, we can make it smell like weed if you need, but other than that. <laughs> that would remind me of the apartment yeah, yeah. I Well, you in. have a great, you have a beautiful uh, spread. Well, you have to come and visit. Just gorgeous. No, but at the store, you can get little scented candles that are like two, three oh, bucks. there's a million things nice. you can yeah. get. Well, okay. There's a million things you can get. Uh, some, yeah, some, they're actually little candles. Some, they are, you plug into a wall and they release a thing uh, like, a, like a nightlight, a little plug yeah. into your wall socket. And it releases an aroma. Well, everything was like, you know, it was like something out of a fairy tale book until I walked down by the creek and, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What, and what I was found that? A, a, a picked clean skeleton of something. Oh, boy. A raccoon bones. or something. It was the bones, and yeah. it had been eaten, clean, oh, picked clean. And it was well, like, huh. Buzzers got to eat, too. This was no boating accident. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple, I'm going to ask you a couple of uh, quick sports things. Uh, there's a, a story now, they're making a big deal with the uh, UGA kill crash. Now I'm making a big deal about the way uh, Bennett, former quarterback Stetson Bennett, behaved when he got caught being drunk uh, in Dallas at 6 o'clock in the morning walking around a gated area. And the cops, somebody called the cops. The cops went to pick him up. Uh, And the story now is that he hid behind a brick wall when the police came up to him. You can't see uh, me. And they say, yeah, he, he said, uh, sir, you want to come out from behind a brick I'm wall? I'm invisible. I'm invisible. You can't, you see, can't me. see me. Nobody here. <laughs> Nobody but us mice. I blend into the wall. Yeah, uh, and he was walked further back into the gate area, hiding behind the brick wall uh, so he could avoid the cops. Uh, they called for him to come out. want to see your hands. He eventually did come out, and they put him in handcuffs. I want to know what he was drinking. He was drunk. If it was Jägermeister, I I, I I know the feeling. I understand totally. He was unable to call a friend, he said, who lived there, but he couldn't remember the friend's address, didn't have a cell phone on him anyway, so how could he have called him? Uh, He was clearly drunk, and they were, the cops were afraid that he was going to get mugged or rolled or something, so they they took him into custody to get him off the road. But anyway, do you have a problem with it? I mean, he's 25 years old, for one thing. I mean, you know, it's just... 
That's just yeah, poor behavior. It happens, you know. Yeah, but this is like two years in a row now when he reacted by getting drunk and going on TV or, or being uh, caught with a. Okay. Well, but I don't care. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, he was no longer a college student at that point. He was yeah. no longer with the uh, team. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this: uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, is going to get into a media department broadcasting because of the deterioration of Bally Sports. Uh, there's a new senior vice president of local media, uh, three of them actually. Diamond Sports Group, the subsidiary of Sinclair, operates networks under the name Bally Sports, has a right to 14 major league teams, including the Braves. Yes, sir. Uh, Bally Sports has skipped $140 million in interest payments that are due. So it looks like it's going under. And now Major League Baseball has a commission of people to take over oh, broadcasting. Kimmer. They've got it all settled. The first thing they've done is go out and hire three suits. Yeah. Because, like, that's, uh, what would Arthur Blank do? Oh, he'd hire more suits. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's so that's what they've done. That No cameramen or broadcasters or right. sideline reporters. We've got three new suits working on the problem. Yeah. Top men. Kim, so top they're going to have to take over the Braves broadcast. They're going to have to. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see how they run it. Well, I, I, how does that lose my... How, how did they... How is that know how possible? they did it. Well, they... They're they're paying the teams too much money is what they're well, doing. Well, in fact, didn't I just read the other day that now the starting salary, or no, the average salary for a, for a run-of-the-mill Major League Baseball players $4 million. Four plus. It, it used to be... But that's not, not, nothing to do with this. What you have here yeah, no, is, is a system they put together... Well, the that, TV network contracts... That doesn't work anymore. It's collapsing Yeah, is what's happening in real time right in front of us. How could they be losing money? Like, they sp they're, they're paying the teams too much money, or MLB. Uh, speaking of teams and money and so on and so forth, did you see the new uh, uh, football players union report about the best and worst teams on how they treat their players? Uh, came out yesterday morning. Uh, a report uh, during the combine, a scoring combine, ranked teams in eight categories from serving meals to nutrition to training and travel, locker rooms, weight rooms, stuff like that. 1,300 players anonymously ranked the teams 1 to 32. The Minnesota Vikings, Miami Dolphins, and the Raiders of Las Vegas were the top three teams. Vikings, Dolphins, Raiders, the top three teams for treating their players. The bottom three, Los Angeles Chargers, yeah. who were just Super Bowl champs, yeah. Arizona Cardinals, no, 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 no. and the Washington Commanders. The Chargers are not, have never been Super Bowl teams. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the, of the uh, L.A. Rams. I'm because sorry. the Chargers are, so are they still on with that oh, Spanos Eric family? Eric with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Spanos. Yeah. It's not a uh, You know, I don't, I th yeah, he's worthless. Well, again, that's the whole right, family. That, that you're, I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. The worst, the Chargers, historically and forever, yeah. Arizona Cardinals and yeah. the Washington Commanders. Yeah. They, three teams don't even serve players dinner at their facilities, and the Cincinnati Bengals doesn't provide supplements or even phone charging plugs in the lockers. Uh, the Jaguars had rats infestation everywhere, and the St. Louis Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals charged the players to have a meal. Wait a minute. The, the who Cardinals? Uh, the Arizona, well, the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Arizona Cardinals charge their players if they have a meal. <laughs> when they bring in the meal, I, I can't in the That's locker the room, Bidwell. they charge them. The Bidwell family. Holy Holy yeah. smokes! Cheap. I mean, that is 
That is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know. Oh, let me ask you about Dion. Uh, do you have a problem with uh, Dion saying he prefers uh, football players who have a two parent family because no. they come from better strength? I got backgrounds? no problem with that. Uh, and what about his Christian, strong Christian beliefs? Now he's being blasted all of a sudden. Just today, I'm reading in the social media, they're saying, Stay, stop doing your prophetizing to your football oh, players. I love how non Christians are, uh, preach to Christians how they should act. Uh, you have no clue how anyone yeah, should act. Yeah. No one's, it's just because you're Christian, you're not perfect. Yeah, then don't go to church. You know, I mean, fine. you go to church because you're not perfect. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And again, is that the no. worst? Yeah, would you rather have that or some of the other things that football coaches oh, do just, with their players? For I mean, they're come critics. On. They got no, they never provide anything or create anything. They just criticize what talented people do. I know. Um, and now, what's this about t- uh, going? Are you on a bad acid trip or something? Uh, you told me about uh, a, no, uh, I, acid not personally, trip. I am not. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't sure. I didn't want to misread anything there. But, but the onion has put together. <laughs> You know, we've all been in that situation where the friend is starting acting really weird. Yeah, and you wonder what the hell. And uh, then you figure out, oh boy, they're having a bad acid trip. So here are things to not say. Things never to say to someone during a bad drug trip. All right, sir. All right. Uh, what did you take? Actic, Adderall, Alfenta, Alpozolam, Alzapan, Ambien, and Exia. Now is not the time to show off how many controlled substances you can name off the top of your head. Okay, never say how many fingers am I holding up. This comes across as rudely rubbing it in that your fingers aren't demon penises right now. Never say, are you okay? Open this door and you'll be stuck there listening to their incoherent babbling for hours. <laughs> Never say, oh no, did you eat all my heroin brownies? <laughs> your roommate might have scooped your stash accidentally, but at this point you just need to be supportive and not guilt trip her. <laughs> Never say, since you're going to die soon, can I move into your house and marry your wife? <laughs> That's for the estate lawyers to sort out. Oh yeah, there <laughs> you right? go. It's so cool how you bogarted all the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Bogart that joint. You're Where do you suppose that came from? Did Humphrey Bogart... Oh, that's why. You know why? Humphrey Bogart, in his old movies, when he made his own cigarettes, had that cigarette lighter that you plunge with your finger, the click-to-click thing, and he would roll his own cigarettes, and he would lick the end so it wouldn't stick to his lips when he smoked That them. has nothing to do it's with... Called it was Bogart the fact he would cigarette. take the, the real long suck from it. Yeah. Well, bogarting your cigarette. Don't it's, bogart yeah. that joint. It's so cool how you bogarted all the drugs. Your sarcasm won't land effectively until they come out the other side. <laughs> right, Flounder? So do you remember when Matt Stone and Trey Parker, those are the creators of South Park, yeah. and it was, I want to say, early 2000s or something like that, they wore J-Lo's dresses to the Oscars. Do you all remember that? No, I no. don't remember Anyways, that. Anyways, when they did it, they were on acid. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, that explains a little. It explains a lot. Or her dresses to the Oscars. Oh my God. Never I mean, say. obviously, they, yeah, they, they did it to fuck with everybody, but they did it on acid. Wow. And, huh. Huh. Never say to a person having a bad drug trip, have you ever heard the Grateful Dead? <laughs> they're, the already, to... <laughs> they're already suffering. No need to punish them further. <laughs> but all those people in the 60s sobered up and said, I used to listen to that. <laughs> um, uh, never say you still owe me $15 for the acid. <laughs> it's not worth mentioning something so petty at a time like this when their purse is sitting right next to them wide open. <laughs> so that's it. Things you don't there say. There you to go. Them. Don't tell them a guy. And, and you have a new, uh, there's a Bigfoot in your uh, area now with your uh, houses? Is no, it's just the people up there talk about 
the fact that the, the North Georgia, there cannot be a Bigfoot in the North Georgia mountains. There's just too many people now. Yeah, I would think there are not that many uninhabited. Oh, there's still woods up there, but you'd have to be there's pretty a museum. good to hide. Someone told me there's an actual museum if you keep going up past LJ. So I need to go check that out at some point. You know, I re- when I, years ago, uh, when I didn't have any, I didn't have horse riding, I didn't play a lot of golf, I ride my Harleys up to North Georgia every weekend just goofing around. And I remember seeing, the, I used to stop at these weirdest little side of the road, maybe museums or um, I mean, stores or, uh, you know, mom and pop places that had the weirdest stuff. Oh, yeah, there's all these these places with the signs, the old Coca-Cola yeah. signs and yeah. stuff. They're neat. Real old collectible things. Boiled peanuts everywhere and, you want. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. By the way, uh, Stan says I should have gone to the uh, produce section and picked up a salmon and, and <laughs> chased her down in the Bingo, store. Bingo, N4. Would you like a salmon? <laughs> Can I get you a salmon? <laughs> Remember, uh, bananas are now yellow tree dicks, just for the record, in case you had By the it. way, yes. yesterday was the anniversary in 1954 where Ted Williams broke his collarbone on the first day of spring training, stumbling in the outfield. He had just gotten back from Korea where he had crash-landed two planes, yeah. not a scratch. Yeah. But he trips on the first day of spring training and breaks his collarbone. Man was a war hero, by the way. He Amazing. won more than he he, he lost what four, five, four years of uh, Major League Baseball. Not be much a war, of a Marine a, war hero, a husband or dad, but yeah, he was well, a hell no, of a apparently war not. <laughs> Well, he was a curmudgeonly old bastard, but he did. He had a sense of humor. As it turned out, he I remember him at one, some point was actually joking around with somebody. But he was not a you know a happy. He wonderful. was a man's man that didn't. He's yeah. a tough kid. Yeah. Um, did you hear? I love the story about Stakey, big fat loser Abraham, uh, has now uh, gone to Nigeria for their presidential election. Uh, Stakey Abraham turns up in Nigeria as international election observer. Breaking news: Stakey Abraham says the projected winner of the governor's race in Nigeria. Uh, Nigeria shocked to observe to learn the African nation requires voter ID. <laughs> Stakey can't believe it. She famously sued Georgia to stop them from requiring voter ID calling it Jim Crow 2.0. So I guess Stakey, when she found out Nigeria requires voter ID, I guess Nigeria is racist, eh, Stakey? Uh, gee, probably not the best person to send to a country with a severe food shortage. <laughs> that's, that's cold. <laughs> Why is Stakey overseeing Nigeria's elections? Isn't this election interference? Well, isn't this special? They send two-time loser, Stakey Big Fat Abraham to oversee the elections down there. Hopefully she's running in one. Maybe she can win there. She sure as hell can't win one in America. And now you know why the election was rigged over in Nigeria. Oh, just in, Stakey Abraham declares herself president of Nigeria. And now the losing side is promptly claiming the election was rigged. So there you are. They couldn't find a plague of locusts to go over there and eat all their food? <laughs> can you imagine? Why having her? I mean, she gets off the plane. You're like, Liz, Lizzo's here. Oh, it's Unbelievable! St- I mean, she's still what an a, international celebrity. She will never go away. She's set for oh life. My God. She's well, going to be doing these Jimmy Carter-like bullshit things around yeah. the world the rest yeah. of her life. And she's also being uh, uh, charged and investigated for misusing a half a million dollars Nothing in charity funds. Nothing will I happen know. from that. I know. Now she's a She'll millionaire. Fine. She came here from Wisconsin as a porn queen by way of California, uh, $300,000 in debt, owing money, and now she's a multimillionaire. Carpetbagger. For losing two elections. She still owes money. Yeah. Because she's never she she hasn't pay her paid debt. her staff. She's, yeah, she's, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Um, also, I, I noticed on uh, Twitter the other day, just uh, kind of bizarre, and I thought this was kind of kinky. Let me show you this picture. It's kind of hard to pick up on, on Facebook. Yes, sir. Yeah. And the story is uh, uh, indictments and prison exclusive. Ivanka Trump has just announced a new line of ankle monitor cases for all her friends and family who will be required to wear them next year. <laughs> They're going after the uh, Ivanka family. Um, Blue Dot says Trump got $146 million to play golf. Ivanka and Jared got $640 million as White House advisors. Ivanka got 18 Chinese trademarks. Jared got $2 billion from the Saudis. Jared got $6.3 million in PPP loans meant for small businesses. Don Jr. and Eric stole from charities. And now Ivanka's new cologne, Plea Bargain by Ivanka. <laughs> the world keeps spinning as the fake news watchers rag on Ivanka don't care about the Biden crime family. 300 fentanyl deaths every day because of the border China and cartels with the Biden family. $6 trillion, $2 trillion in bills, mostly garbage. Read those libs. And by the way, there's a, uh, now an offering from Johnny Midnight, who once again is Johnny on Twitter Midnight. using my moniker uh, just for the hell of it. Anyway, that's all I got on that. Now... Um, oh, dear Abby, I, I can't believe. <laughs> I just can't believe it. Dear Abby, I'm in love with my best friend, Mitch. He's a father of three great girls. He works hard but can't handle his finances. His brother's been doing it for him and nothing would get paid and his daughters wouldn't get what they need. Mitch has ADHD. He just can't settle down. We tried dating. Again, this is uh, her best friend. We tried dating. Uh, but he cheated on me. We didn't talk for months and then started talking again, and things are good, even in the bedroom. But some days he clams up and won't talk to me at all. Mm. Then when he wants something, he will call me. Mitch wanted a 55-inch TV, so I got it for him. Then he wanted the new Xbox, which, again, I bought. He makes twice as much as I do. Last week, he took off to see a girl and lied to me about it, saying he was working out of town. Mitch is coming home this weekend and wants to see me. I know what he wants. Sex, yes, and the sex is great, but I think he's using me. He's 38. Well. I'm, he's 38. I'm 43. When we're together, we're good. But then he turns cold and doesn't talk to me for days. What do you think? <laughs> that you you gave it out and he doesn't need it for a few days? Yeah, all she had to say was one thing. <laughs> Dear, she signed, used in Kentucky. Dear used. Please reread your letter a few times. 
mean, <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. If you see, hoping he'll change, you're lost in a fantasy. He's a dishonest user milking you for everything you can get. Yeah. I mean, my God, keep your legs crossed. I mean, my God. <laughs> there are people like this. I know. <laughs> Where where are the where are these where women? Where can I find a girl? Where like are that? these women? Why can't some girl put something in my drink once? <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> you need to date a girl named Ruth. That was very wrong. <laughs> All right, bad day in history. All right, bad day in history. Bad day in history. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> uh, oh, I'm just going to this really. Uh, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Um, in fact, we kind of uh, referred to this a little bit uh, earlier in uh, the podcast history. America's first manufactured candidate, Virginia aristocrat transformed by the Whig Party into a hard cider swilling log cabin living everyman, William Henry Harrison, served ably as a general in the War of 1812 and against Tecumseh's Indian Confederation, but there had been very little to distinguish him in the decades since. He was bland, made him the perfect choice for presidential contender, a blank canvas upon which the Whig party would create their own image they had him run for president to get against the liberal that they didn't want harrison became a frontier legend and hero suddenly of the previously uh, obscure battle of tippecanoe hmm. all he had to do during the campaign against the incumbent martin van buren was to avoid any controversial issues and keep his mouth shut <laughs> he was so thoroughly with a gag order the democrats started calling him general mum sounds like biden living in the basement it's exactly what they do to pad their candidate and not do anything wrong uh, the epithet wouldn't Harrison and his running mate John Tyler popped the eyes together in the ditty Tippecanoe and Tyler 2 <laughs> defeated Van Buren handily after which the torrent of words that must have been building in the silence candidate burst forth in the longest most excruciatingly boring inaugural, or inaugural address ever delivered freezing cold the early March day gained some in, in, uh, intimidation of the torture that was to follow when he began his address with this sentence Called from a retirement which I had supposed was to continue for the residue of my life to fill the chief executive office of this great and free nation, I appear before you, fellow citizens, to take the oath which the Constitution prescribes as a necessary qualification for the performance of its duties and in obedience to a custom coeval with our government and what I believe to be your expectations, I proceed to present to you a summary of the principles which will govern me in the discharge of the duties oh, which I Lord, shall be called it. upon to perform. One sentence. That's the first sentence oh, of God. the inaugural no address. More. I know, I know. For two hours, he spoke with odd references to ancient Rome. And then Daniel Webster, the president-elect, had allowed Daniel Webster to edit the speech, uh, which, he, which he shortened <laughs> over only two hours. Uh, the ordeal of never-ending address was to the audience proved fatal to Harrison. He delivered it without a coat, developed a cold, they turned to a pneumonia. Within one month, Harrison became the first U.S. president to die in office, quite literally bored to death. <laughs> My God, I'm about to kill myself. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That would be wrong in every way. Um, okay, a couple of birthdays. I have a couple of birthdays of note here, if you don't mind, sir. Um, bon Jovi. Why can't I read that all of a sudden? Bon Jovi, 61 today. Daniel Craig, James Bond, and uh, the uh, Kill Me Without Shooting. What was the other movie? Uh, 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 no, no, no. The one with the, where he plays the uh, gay uh, inspector. <clears throat> 
naked gun. The naked gun. No, no, no. The one with the, uh, the, one with the uh, knives girl. out. Knives out. Knives out. Uh, the uh, naughty little Bryce Dallas Howard, Ronnie Howard, yeah. Snoopy's kid, cute. 42. She's uh, She's got a little something bad about her. Uh, John Collum, you remember that name? He's with Northern oh, yeah. Exposure. Uh, he plays he, kind of a guy who talks like this. The older kind of, guy. Uh, you know, he's 93 years old. He had today. the hottie yeah, yeah. on the show. Yeah. Uh, John Irving, the famous author, 81. Overrated. Yeah. Robert Eiler, AJ from The Sopranos, eh, 38 today. <laughs> Boy, did he become a big star, huh? Uh, Lorraine Newman, 71. I, I met, met her with a cast of Saturday Night Live that time. She in the was on an episode of Ghosts. And we're sitting there watching the whole thing. Going, she looks kind of familiar. And at the end of it, we're looking at the credits. And it's like, oh, my God, that was Lorraine Newman. You wouldn't recognize her. She's, remember how skinny she's yeah. been? Oh, yeah. Her cocaine face? Yeah. She, uh, she's put on weight. And you would not recognize when her. When she came into the newsroom, this is in the 70s, and we had, we had all of them in there, John Belusi and, and uh, I mean, the whole crew and, and the, uh, the blonde. Well, I can't remember any of these names. Uh, oh, the whole staff. Uh, um, and, uh, and she was teen. And, uh, and uh, who's that, the wife that I knew died that I, lo- that I loved? Gilda. Uh, Gilda. Rander. I just loved her. My wife made her a birthday cake. Aha! B5! I knew it I was knew coming. It. The birthday uh, cake. Well, it was so sweet. My wife made her a birthday cake that, that I brought nice. into the station because of the interview. And and, uh, and Lorraine Newman was the quietest of the group. She barely said anything. It was like she didn't want to be there. And she was teeny skinny. Like she ain't of course, again, it was 7.30 in the morning and they were on yeah. a tour, so they didn't want to get up to some radio station in New Orleans or whatever. So, um, uh, Ben Roethlisberger is 41 today. Mm. Reggie Bush, 38. Had to give back the uh, trophy and he gave back... Uh, one of the hottie chick things, too. Uh, Tua Tua Gagalalia Fadalgaloa is uh, 25. I might have mispronounced that. Uh, Natalie Emanuel is 34. Do you remember Natalie Emanuel? Her, her, her stage name, her character name was Miss Sandy from Game of Thrones. Oh, she yeah. was that beautiful, mocha, gorgeous oh, yeah. angel. Oh, my, she was beautiful. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, still alive at 92. Uh, no, no, no. He's dead. Oh, God, that's right. He just died recently. Yeah, he's dead. I'm sorry. Again, these uh, sources I get are sometimes... Uh, <clears throat> sorry. I, I now, I, this calls into question everything you've said for I the could, last two hours. I could be a liar. Hours. If you if he lies once, see, everything is a lie, Your Honor. And by the way, in court, you know, they had the closing arguments are done in the, in the Murdoch case. In court, the rules are normally a judge will say to the jury... Um, if you believe a defendant lied, or uh, if you believe a, a, a person testifying uh, uh, said one lie in amidst all the other things he said, then you legally have the right to deny as, as inaccurate everything mm-hmm. he said. Sure. If you tell one lie, you can't assume that everything else was the truth. You have the right to say it's, it's not. Okay. You can still, if you That's want, but you have the right. Sense. Yeah. Um, well, again, but I think it's an important distinction uh, where the, it's okay to say, you know, if you caught one lie, okay, whatever, sorry. 1975. Focus. An L.A. cop got quite a shock when he pulled over a Lincoln Continental for blowing a red light. Behind the wheel, Paul McCartney, his wife Linda sitting next to him. The cop couldn't help but notice the acrid and sweet smell of marijuana, so he searched the car and found eight ounces. Uh-huh. Is that a lie? Is that a lot for one guy for a night? Why are you asking him? How does he know? I don't know. I'm just, because he's younger. I think if I looked at for him, a night? Google eight ounces of pot. Is that like for a night or would that be a weekend or how, is that a lot? I mean, that's half a pound of marijuana. So that's, oh, a, so that's, it's like that's a, a lot of, that's a lot of marijuana for one evening. Today. Oh, okay. uh, and so, and by the way, so he arrested Linda. <laughs> he didn't arrest Paul McCartney. He arrested Linda. <laughs> uh, 2007, Class Rock Magazine. A poll of the wildest guitar hero of all time. 
wildest guitar hero of all time. Actual live ones. Number five, Dimebag Daryl. Did a lot of, uh, of heavy metal group stuff. Right. Uh, number four, Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin. Number three, wildest guitar hero of all time. Number three, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Number two, Keith Richards. <laughs> and the top wildest guitar hero of all time, Jimi Hendrix. Now, what do they mean, wild? I don't know. It's we you know, doing all, this, doing you know, that, that, like we all fake playing guitar, guitar yeah, here. I, I read something yesterday. Keith Richards said this this whole thing about the fastest guitar in the West thing. Is it Ben Halen, or Hendrix, or something like that? He goes, well, well, I, 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 if you play an electric guitar, but you also don't use an acoustic and, and no rhythm well, you're not you're not really yeah. you're you're wasting a lot of your talent. Yeah, yeah. He, he he said he doesn't respect anybody who only plays one, the electric. And not the acoustic, really? too. So. I well, you know I who could. does that or did that? B.B. King. Well, B.B. Yeah. King never played chords. Yeah, he, did, he, he played he, solos. He, could, he couldn't play chords. He hated them. So he would just do his little twang on his yeah. solo stuff. I, I wish my fingers had worked better when I tried to take classical guitar lessons. Yeah, it's, my left hand will and not I, do chords. I just could not get my left fingers to spread the way and be able to press down on the string enough to get the right, right up against the fret thing. Same. And I hate because I, I love the I mean, and the guy who did it was a kid. It was a college student who played flamingo guitar. And it was little bit little little And I thought, oh, my God. I would And just, and I learned how to play specific notes. Well, that's notes. probably illegal today because flamingos are endangered. Well, they're endangered now. Anyway, uh, but I just I couldn't. I couldn't make it work, and I, and I feel bad. All right. Slide um, guitar. Slide guitar. Of, uh, is that a thing? Uh, 1991, an American hero and role model named Rodney King was driving along minding his own business when Los Angeles cops pulled him over for nothing at all and started wailing on him like choir practice. Unfortunately for them, somebody got it all on video. Yeah. Fortunately for them, the four police officers were found innocent. <laughs> Unfortunately for Los Angeles, uh, well, you know what happened after that with Reginald Denny and the truck drivers. He and deserved his ass getting beat. I'm there sorry. you go. He did. Uh, doing 85 in a Comet or whatever the hell, even a Falcon or something. a little bitty piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, it was one of those little crap cars. Endangering everybody else on the road. <laughs> Something or other. Uh, 1931, more than 100 years after he wrote it, Francis Scott Key's poem, originally written in 1814 as he watched the Battle of Fort McHenry in Maryland, it became our official national anthem. After all the bombing and shelling, there was one flag remaining. The original title of the poem was called In Defense of Fort McHenry, our national anthem. 1931, Cab Calloway makes music history. When he records Minnie the Moocher, <laughs> it became the first jazz album to sell a million copies. Uh, in fact, if you don't know what Minnie the Moocher is, you've actually, it's, it's been involved. Blues Brothers. It's, yeah, it's been, Blues Brothers has been involved in cartoons. Now, now, Cab Calloway was in the movie Blues Brothers and did the whole thing. I interviewed him once uh, on TV. <laughs> And unfortunately, it was very, it was stupid and awkward on my part because, uh, God, am I thinking of right? Was he in, uh, uh, who was the Mexican kid and the garbage man who, uh, and his son died of a drug overdose? What the hell? Uh, a, TV, a TV series. Freddie Prinze. Yeah, Freddie Jack Freddie Albertson. Pr yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't Cab, was Cab Calloway the guy in that series? I don't who is the who is the black guy in that series? No, a Scatman Crothers. Oh, a Scatman Crothers. That's so who I interviewed. So this whole pulling around. That's right. That's what it nothing. was. Scatman okay. Crothers was. I interviewed him on TV. Okay. And I got and I and I asked him. I asked him. I said, "Wasn't well, that really a shame about uh, Freddie Prince's passing?" And he totally shut up on me and said, oh, no, "I don't talk about that." That's not why I don't talk about that. And I'm. <laughs> It was that. Live on TV was a. That was before Belushi died. Yeah. And that, that was a shock. 
I yeah, and I thought it was legit to ask him about, you know, talk about the thing. He just shut me down entirely. Uh, totally embarrassing. Uh, 2005, Steve Fawcett becomes the first person to fly a plane by himself around the world without stopping and without refueling. It was in the Virgin Global Flyer, and it took him 67 hours fly around the world. Tragically, that was 2005, Steve Fawcett was last heard from flying a light plane in the Sierra Nevada mountains in 2007, and he has not been seen since. I guess when they found him, they didn't find they him? They did find him? I, I thought they did. I remember in the back huh. of my head that I thought I remember hearing that, but then I'm thinking maybe I got confused with D.B. Cooper uh, because hmm. this is just today in the new, in the thing. They would have updated it if it had been found since 2007. How can, how can you disappear in the Sierra Nevadas at this point? Well, if the plane disintegrated in a berry, you know, I suppose. But An if, avalanche if berry? The pieces of the, under the snow, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, 2007, also that day, the Cherokee Nation amends its tribal constitution to strip citizenship of any tribal members who were actually descendants of black slaves the Cherokees used to own. <clears throat> uh -oh. The uh, Cherokees decided only blood Indians should determine Cherokee tribal matters. So they stripped the black descendants, claiming it was all racist because they just wanted their fair share of the tribal loot. Uh, one more thing in sports note, 1962, Wilt Chamberlain set the NBA scoring record by shoving 101, oh no, I'm sorry, by scoring 100 points, not, not the girls, uh, scoring 100 points in one game against the Knicks. And he, of course, had the scoring record with women too. But that's and I think he did that in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't even think it was a home game it for some reason. The was, and some and reason. they just kept feeding him the ball. And, and, and by the way, back then, nobody could stop. No, I mean, really. Nobody could stop it. He could have done could anything stop. he they wanted. They didn't have anybody to take care of him. So they fed him, kept feeding him, make 100 points. And now no one's ever. I mean, there are guys who have been shooting in the shot 70 a couple of times. I, I saw think. him play. Yeah. He was part of that Lakers group that won like 33 in a row. And they either tied the record or they broke the record against the Hawks yeah. at Alexander Memorial. I remember watching him play. Yeah, it was a, he was a force. He was something. All right, here's a question for both of you, right, Flounder, sir. if you're paying attention. Yes. You have to survive 20 minutes. Yeah. And it doesn't say if it's in a room or if it's just around them. So I'm going to say probably just around this yeah. thing. Yeah. You have to survive 20 minutes of one of them, and you get $100 million. Okay, one of the Take following things? A bear. Yeah. A tiger. A hippopotamus. Or a alligator. Wouldn't be a hippo. They're the most dangerous animals in the in Africa. Alligator. Uh, I would probably for 20 minutes. Uh, I'd go with a bear. You think you can outrun? No, I could. And I beat could, a bear. I think I could. I can outmaneuver an well, alligator. Say, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I think well, okay. if you stay you, behind the alligator, well, wait a if you, you talk, could do that. The, okay. But they can outrun you. Alligators uh, can right, outrun but the, you. But the thing is, is they can't turn fast. So if you, you well, can outmaneuver them. You get behind them. See, I would pick the gator, Sit too. Yeah. Well, but, uh, but are you Tarzan. talking about uh, out somewhere in the woods <laughs> or in a room? Or I, said, I don't know what it doesn't say. I just, no. That's well, why when I started this off, I said I didn't know. Okay, well, if you're in the out of doors, then I'd pick the one I could outrun or get up a tree. Like an alligator can't climb a tree. I don't think. You, you have a chance against a bear or a tiger. They're going to get you. Know, a you. tiger and uh, They'll go up and the tree the and get yeah, you. Yeah. Whereas if you go up a tree with a hippo, 
Well, if you can get up a tree, but hippos run 30 miles an hour, too. They're yeah. the most dangerous and the most killer animals. They kill more people in Africa than, than any, any even the snakes. Or gators or crocodiles or anything Not else. Not only too. that, have you seen how fast they can go in the water? Oh, that's Did amazing. Did you see how the video the of the, the guy chain, in a yeah. boat? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Chasing my it. God. They're going in a, in, a, in a lagoon or something and whatever it was, and all of a sudden somebody looks back and they see about 20 feet or 30 feet behind them this kind of a motion in the water, under just kind of a swirling motion. And the guy says, oh, my God, get going, get going. Get going, it's a hippo, and he starts speeding, and all of a sudden the thing starts speeding, and then all of a sudden here comes this freaking hippo. Whoa, they would have taken the boat. I know. And they would and if the guy hadn't spotted that, they'd be dead. They're me. If somebody hadn't seen the swirling underwater behind them, they'd have been dead. How does something that round move that quickly underwater? Know. And have you ever seen them underwater? I remember yeah. we oh, they watching run. National Geographic when we were kids, and they had an underwater camera, and they're as oh, graceful. They run. They're graceful by yeah. yeah. under there. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, remember, it was in a Disney cartoon. It was, uh, it was uh, well, those doing a ballet. The pink ballet yeah. was the, the future, not yeah. Futurama, was it? The I Fantasia. Yeah, something like that. The one he did on <laughs> acid. Uh, the National Park Service, speaking of bears, yeah. posted this yesterday. All right. It tweeted it. If you come across a bear, yeah. never push a slower friend down. Oh, I saw <laughs> Even if you feel the friendship has run its course. <laughs> Actual <laughs> federal <laughs> guidelines. And here's our today's AI to scare the hell out of you moment. All right, sir. If you buy Ford's latest self-driving AI car. and I don't didn't know Ford had it. Well, they have a self-driving car, Ford does now. Okay. And you don't make your payments, guess what happens? They shut it off. You it, turn it off? It repossesses itself. Drives home? It drives back. Oh, my back. God. How funny would that be? Honey, honey. You see the car? <laughs> it will leave you wherever you are. As soon as you get out of the car. Oh, my God. It goes back to the fact. Oh, that, I got to get one of those. Why? Holy smokes. You know what I saw at this store yesterday, too? What's that? Not only do they have every moon pie in the world. We're talking banana, chocolate, <laughs> vanilla, everything. But they have the mini ones, too. Mini moon, they're too dry for me. I I'm sorry. They're just, they're all too cakey and dry, and you need a big I cold glass of milk right that's next right. to it. RC Cola and a moon pie. Yeah. Daryl has a good idea. All How right. many times have you been sitting at home without a pants? Do you wear pants on, uh, when you're sitting at Well, I the wear house? running clothes or something. Running but, clothes, but a lot of time you're sitting in your underwear. I sit there on my underwear. If I come, if I come out of the shower and go downstairs and do something, I'd sit down and watch TV. Especially and boxers. Underpants. They're like shorts. You're walking I'm around. You want to get in right. that closet. <laughs> well, Daryl's decided, and then, then someone knocks on the door, rings the doorbell, and you're like, where's my freaking pants? Yeah. And you're jumping around. Daryl says, I'm setting up a pair of door pants by the front door so I have a quick and easy access to pants when delivery people show up at my house. Well, it should be before the front door because if you have windows in the front door, they're going to see you putting on your pants and so <laughs> around the corner maybe, okay. but that's a good idea. <laughs> the U.S. Naval Institute posted this a few days ago. In 1942, a Japanese submarine I-17 got close enough to Santa Barbara to shell an oil refinery. Wow. To shell it. According to uh, the legend, the sub commander is named Kozo Nishino. He did it out of revenge. For? For, allegedly, while visiting the refinery as a captain of an oil tanker before the war, rig workers laughed at his humiliation when he fell into a prickly pear cactus and had to have the spines plucked out from his butt. Oh, my. That'll do it. So he got all the way over there to Santa Barbara. So I'll kill you all. Is that the Speaking of Japanese, <laughs> Nakano Takiko <sighs> formed a battalion of female warriors to defend her shogun during the Boshin War in Japan. All right. After taking a bullet to the chest in 1868, oh my. she was afraid that the enemy would take her head as a trophy. 
So what did you... Wait, what, wait, she got shot? She was shot in the chest. Because yeah. at the end, if you watch Last Samurai, they were right. using guns against right. the samurai. So she was afraid that they would therefore capture her and, and, and would take cut her, off her head. head as a souvenir. So, okay. so she had her sister do something. What do you think she cut had her, her head sister? off and hide it? Yep. Oh, my God. Seriously? She had her sister do it. Please cut my head off and hide and it by so the way, get it. There's a picture wow. up here. She's good looking. She was rich and good looking. Wow. And wanted to be a, a, a Man, samurai. That's the strangest freaking culture. I mean, yeah. Man. <laughs> and the Weekly World News, as you know, we've seen the Chinese balloons in the sky. Yeah, oh yeah. Those, those inscrutable Chinese are up to it again. What now? According to the Weekly World News, yeah. they have put a 200-foot Chinese spy rubber duck down the Mississippi River. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> how funny would that be, by the way? <laughs> hey, somebody could do. How, how much would you pay to have somebody put together a 200-foot rubber duck and send it right down the Mississippi? <laughs> that would be hysterical. Oh, it, it oh would be God. breaking barges up. All right, finally, two more things. I was at Target the other day. I'm going to send you a picture of it. I'll send you the. It's made out of wool. It, it's basically a ball of wool. For and cats? I'm thinking cats would love that. It's like 80 bucks. What is it? It's heavy as hell. It's kind of like a, a hole in it or an just ottoman to put your feet up on or something. I'll be darned. But a, your cat would love this thing. Huh. And finally, I don't. you know how you, you look at something and next thing you know on Facebook or Instagram there's an ad for it? <laughs> All the time. Or you mentioned something around Alexa or something. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I have not been looking up dominatrixes. All right, well, we can all disagree on that. But yesterday on, <laughs> yesterday on Instagram, I get this friend request. Dom Love the Miss, oh. 9930. I am a full-time dominant mistress goddess. My old granny lives with me, and I do have my dungeon room as well. This popped up on your Inst Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. And, and then underneath it has all these photos of these sissy boys. They're not even Being women. By, oh, my God. Are they the whippers or are they the ones getting whipped? Uh, they're the ones getting whipped by well, the dominatrix. Sure. Well, that makes sense. By the way, this, this whole thing of having a dungeon room and lives with the granny is right out of Dahmer. That's what he, he lived with his grandmother when he was killing people sometimes. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. Before he went to the apartment. Oh my God! <laughs> back, back to the uh, the ottoman thing. Yeah. Anytime if I go buy him something nice, he would rather play in the bag that I brought it home in yeah. than the actual that's, thing I bought. Yeah, that's about right. Like a two-year-old. Yeah. That's a cat. Like a two-year-old. I love it. All right, get us uh, get us our bad text theater ready there, Flounder, right, and uh, rehearse it while I'm reading you your totally tasteless joke of the day. It's about uh -oh. Jewish people. Oh boy. Uh, what's a Jewish American princess or a Jap's idea of perfect sex? Uh, having her mother do it? <laughs> Simultaneous headaches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Bad text theater, bad text theater. I think we're at February 17th. February 17th? Oh, well. Excuse me. Wow, we're catching up. Yeah, I need to find some more. All right, February 17th. Uh, that's not a good one, I don't think. What about the yeah, one under that it? One. Uh, or the, we the, did that one because you screwed that one up the other day. What about the Star Trek? Okay. All right. What you have is you have Bones, the uh, doctor, talking to Scotty. Bones talking to Scotty. Are you Bones the or Scotty? The engineer. I'll be the blue guy. That's Bones. Oh, you don't know who I was Bones is? I know the, ba I know the basics of Star Trek, but I wasn't a huge Trek. Oh, okay, oh I was more God. Star Wars. All right, that's fine. All right, so once bones. again, you are 
I'm Scotty. He's he, Bones. The engineer. He's Bones, the doctor. My nephew needs a job. Do you have any suggestions? He should apply for the search and rescue team. They're always looking for someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're always looking for someone. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, that's kind of who we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's where we are. Uh, again, I drove all this way for this. For this, yes. yes. So thank you. God bless you. Uh, whatever you can do to help us, thekibbershow.net. We want to keep it free, but it's uh, looking iffy. Uh, so please, whatever you can do. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and boys, weekend plans of any kind here? I think it's... Uh, unpacking. Unpacking. All right. Well, maybe we'll... Well, Once you're unpacked and something. suited and all that stuff, let us know and we'll definitely come by there for. Uh, yeah. As soon as you're done. Set up and everything like that. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, tomorrow my waterproof snake boots show up. Oh, snake boots! So I'm gonna hit that. Yeah, I was gonna say now hard. that you're now that you're kind of in nature and around there, you need to now, my friend. Dress dress accordingly. I got yeah. the beard going. Flat got shirts, the, big boots. Yeah. You got camo. Gonna wear oh, a lot of camo. Yeah, pockets and uh, oh, denim. I, I'm outside the grocery store. This is up in the mountains. And, and I'm putting the groceries in the front boot, the front trunk, and uh, this Someone guy said, walks by getting his pickup truck. He goes, I think they put that on the wrong end. <laughs> Where's your motor? And he laughed and I laughed. And so just to muck with him, I went around the back and opened up the back trunk uh. and pulled something out of it. And he just sat there in his truck looking Wait at me. Wait a minute. You got two trunks? Where the hell is the engine? <laughs> Reminds me of the old uh, uh, candid camera routine where they had a woman up on a hill. They took an engine out of her car entirely. And she was up on a hill and she coasted into the gas station said fill her up <laughs> he's a uh, ma'am check your oil sure yeah <laughs> anyway uh, any final thoughts boys have a great weekend Keep everybody Cindy uh, everybody have a thanks, uh, Rocco everybody have a great All right, weekend guys, God bless you thanks for helping God bless America hoorah I gotta go you're killing me like, oh, herpin herpin herp <laughs>